Hey everyone, and welcome to the All Eat Zone podcast on YouTube and Twitch. Uh, we're here for, well, as if you were here last uh, Monday, we, we did the reactions to the WCW Nitros episode one and two, and they were leading up to the pay-per-view fall brawl in 1995, and we decided to uh, watch this one. They would keep going in order with the uh, WCW reactions. So if you guys like to join us, you can go over to Peacock, or if you had the VHS somewhere, you kept it all these years, you can put that in an old VHS. Yeah. <laughs> but if you have Peacock, you can follow along with us. Um, and if you want to know our uh, timestamp, just ask, and we'll tell you where we're at. Um, but yeah, uh, I've already got mine ready. Uh, yeah, I'm ready. I'm going to press play now. Just a little side note. For VHS is that's a thing that it's like a black box and you put it into another box and it showed pictures on TV. <laughs> There's a thing called tape trading. Oh yeah, oh, old days. Right, yeah, Mr. Right, ready? Talking about yeah, I'm ready. First play. About the tape trading. Uh, Mr. Jacobs was talking about that a long time ago. That was a long time yeah. ago, but. As the <laughs> Ultimate Warrior ripoff, Renegade. <laughs> well, he was actually a decent, pretty wrestler, though. <laughs> Big Flair and Orn Anderson. Hey, that should probably be a good match. Yeah. Caleb Conley, thanks for watching. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. Uh, Yep. Of course, Hulk Hogan's the champion. Yeah, he was definitely the champion at this time. <laughs> oh, come on. Hulk Hogan's the best champion in any company. <laughs> <laughs> he certainly can move merch. I know that. There's OBI. I think Vader was supposed to be in this match, but he got injured. And they replaced him with Lex Luger. Mm. It kind of worked in good timing with his contract and his debut. Yeah. See, a lot of the camera shots. Oh, my gosh. Just look how young Tony Schiavone is. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is going to be good with Bobby Heenan. Uh, (laughs) How old is Tony Schiavone in this right now? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's like in his mid 60s. Tony needs to bring that back the suit <laughs> or tux or whatever it is. He needs to bring it back. Yeah, he's 64. Oh, okay. He has, he has five children. Wow. 
And that was, I know one of his songs was on AEW that one time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bobby the Brain, man. He was, he was, he was one in a million. The funniest ones when Hulk Hogan threw the giant off the off the building, and he went. Yeah. <laughs> Who's this? Brian Pillman. Yep. You no, know, like I actually have seen this match, but it's been a long, so good. long time. But I know this match is a good match. Man, like yeah, him versus Johnny B. Bad. Who's he going against? Johnny B. Bad, Mark Merrill. Johnny B. Bad. Huh. That is a great crowd, man. Look at that. All those people. Oh, yeah. Cannonball. Are you sure we're not watching? <laughs> Do not adjust your television sets. <laughs> yeah, I can see. Mary. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I can see where Tony Khan got some inspiration for his camera angles. Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of what you're seeing in AEW is very WCW-like. Like with the camera shots and everything. Exactly. I think it was Dusty Rose that came up with the Johnny B. Bad gimmick. Hey, buddy, Rumble guys on here. <laughs> that would have surprised me. <laughs> How much is it? He's like, like, just for him to say those words, it's like a whole lot of money nowadays. Yeah. I wonder how much they paid him back then. Because I think he was on every pay-per-view. Or maybe even every <laughs> show. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. He has to have a. He has to have made a good chunk of money. <laughs> I want to get the cash. Oh. <laughs> Just keeping on the streamer thing. Isn't he still doing stuff with the UFC? Mm. Yeah. I think boxing. Yeah, I think. Yeah, he does. yeah, yeah. Golden Gloves. He was boxer. It's That's crazy they had Buffer do this particular match. Nick Patrick. He's the one that has that weird pinfall thing. <laughs> I think the bonds are still sure Michael Buffer is like set for life. Like, <laughs> oh, he's hang on, we're about a bill in his life. Now he blows it. And you know he has that copyright, oh, so if anybody else does it, he can come, he can totally sue. 
What if Chris was on here and he said those exact same words? We'd be screwed. WWE and Stone Cold was one. Come on, Chris. We don't want you to get that. Yeah, we kid. Go. What do you guys get money on? Um, I'm trying to remember who actually won the match. I got Johnny. I forgot who won. I don't know who wins, but uh, what's his name? Uh, the ring announcer Buffett. Michael Buffer. Yeah. I think his brother's an announcer too, but I forget his name. He's seventy-seven. Wow. He only has one parent, apparently. Joseph Butler Buffer. Hmm. Where's his net worth? Okay. Wow, four hundred million. Four hundred million. <laughs> That's a big number. According to Celebrity Net Worth, Buffer has a net worth of forty million. It says that he makes between twenty-five thousand to a hundred thousand per fight. So occasionally, Jeez. he has made up to one million. The majority of his career earnings have actually came from a trademark on his own catchphrase. Wow. See, I've told this shit for life, man. <laughs> 400 million. And it cost her $1 million in one fight. Jeez, man. And he has a right to sue, too, if anybody else does it, too. And that's that's and that's brilliant of him, too, to, to copyright it and trademark it. Yeah, he's got a brother that does uh, stuff like that. Bruce Buffer. Mm hmm. Oh, come on, Brian. That's a lot of money. To be worse. His children's oh. children. His children's 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 children are set for life. <laughs> exactly. They they're not gonna need for anything. No, stay. Or want for anything. Great token. The tracks liking this. The it's match, so cool. Uh, it's, it's so cool to see. It's just the, match, the match that we we saw last week uh, was it Jason Thunder Liger and uh, yeah, Brian, 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 Brian. Brian. Uh, those two yeah. have a lot of chemistry together. Yeah. These two, these two look like they have a little bit more of chemistry, especially with the with the Matt wrestling and. Mm-hmm. They know exactly what the what, what the other one's gonna go for. They're both trained in the dungeon. Jason Thunder Liger was also was trained in. there. Wait, he was trained in the dungeon? Yep. Oh, yeah, Farm Brian. I didn't, Jason I didn't Thunder know. Liger was too. Hey Brian was dang. A lot of people like to criticize Brian Pillman Jr., but he's still pretty young. Yeah, he has potential. I think he deserves it. I mean, Flying Brian wasn't perfect on his first few years. I think you need to give a man some time to like actually grow some more. Cause it, it, I love his Hollywood Bonds character, but I would love to see him pay homage to his dad and just go completely, you know, 
broken or uh, I think this is canon part two. I think it's a feud with either. I couldn't see Griff turn on Brian Pillman. Maybe Brian Pillman turn on Griff Garrison. Went straight yeah. on the hill. And mm-hmm. I liked him in a major league wrestling with uh, the New Heart Foundation. Him and D. H. Smith and Teddy Hart. Really? Oh. Yeah, they were awesome. really good. I missed out. See, Teddy Hart was really good, but. The only problem with him is like he would always get DUI after DUI after DUI. He's got he's got more DUIs. He's probably got more DUIs than Jeff Hardy and Sonny combined. I think so. Are you kidding? But in the ring, the dude was like brilliant in the ring. I don't know. Sonny could be getting up there. Yes, Sonny has a lot. It's just. You know, a lot of these guys who look really good back back there, back then, and then now. Especially Sonny. Mm-hmm. I feel, I don't know, it's kind of sad with Sonny. Like, do you think she's just, do you think it's due to like her injuries that she's causing this, or just, or do you think she just has years of alcohol abuse? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, because the thing is, she's had plenty of chances to get help, but it's like she doesn't want the help. So it's hard to say. I mean, I she's had plenty of bites at the apple. For some time this year, that she got in a car wreck and killed a man, an older man. Yeah, and, she's, mm-hmm. and she uh, said that she was having a seizure, but they looked at her. Mr. Um, Jacobs was talking about this a few weeks ago that they found that she was uh, like intoxicated, taking. Uh, I don't know what she was taking, but they found something. Like when they, uh, yeah, I, f- I forget what it was, but she didn't have a seizure. Ooh, Johnny then, Bad is busted open. Then, like two weeks later, she gets arrested again. Yeah, that's 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 what I'm saying, man. I mean, she doesn't even want help, so kind of a lost cause. Hopefully she'll get help. Yeah. Diddy P's have a lot of wrestlers. Jake the Snake. Jake the Snake may not even be alive today. Yeah. Wasn't for Diddy P. Oh, okay. Okay, that's so out. true. Yeah. Is this, is he helping now? Who's he helping now? Isn't he? Is it Buff? Oh yeah, he is. His eye looks yeah, like his eyes bust open. Oh yeah, Buff Bagwell's the one recently. Scott Hall, he helped a lot. Yeah. But Jake I really feel bad for that. Like, he's, he's his whole body is torn up. Like I saw him at WrestleCon, he had to walk with a cane and has to hold him up. Jake the Snake? No, it's Buff Bagwell. Oh, yeah, it's not Buff but I'm at Buff Bagwell times and times. Oh. Hmm. I actually, uh, I don't know if I should say it, but I, I just say I just say that I like to have him on the podcast that was at one point. Cool. Well, that'd be cool. The, like the American Males would be pretty good. Him and Scotty Riggs, like they were a big tag team in WCW at this point. That'd be cool. But I don't have. It's kind of hard yeah, to get Scotty Riggs' contact information. 
If I could, I'd get out by Jack. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be that'd be awesome to get him on. I mean. Did Pillman ever go against um, Bret Hart? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think they've always kind of been allies. Because I'm just like watching it, I can definitely see where his training came from. Like, he's got some of, like Brett's like his mat work. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he trained in everything with like a legit match. I don't know if he's ever had one. Yeah. Just, just watching, like it looks like him and Owen really have a very similar move set. Yeah. <laughs> just that smile, like that smile is just so so lovely. This is before his uh, loose cannon, right? Yeah. What did he start going with loose cannon? It was a little bit after this, because before the because uh, I think it was a little bit after NWU had started. Oh no no maybe it was a little bit before NWU I'm I'm sorry yeah because then it was kind of exposed that Kevin Sullivan was the Booker and that was the whole beef was between Brian and and Kevin. Yeah, I'm oh, never right. on uh, Dark Side of the Ring. Yeah. That was, that, was such, that was such a sad episode. Like, yeah, that was. That one of the Von like that really messed with me. <laughs> I saw the Ben Ball one, though. I need to go back and watch the Ben Ball. Yeah, that one was. One that I wish I the second part was hard to watch, I think. The first part was it was it was hard to watch period but i think part two was pretty hard to watch well they, I think they did it well yeah what kind of submission hole is this this looks painful Ooh. i don't know what that's called i know excalibur knows what it is <laughs> it does look like it hurts though <laughs> you need a lot of chiropractor uh, appointments after that. <laughs> Is there a bend of chiropractor? Uh, yeah, I've been to chiropractor plenty of times. Yeah, I've been. It was years ago. Back when I was competing in high school and cross country and track, um, I, I, I got hurt from a junior. Threw out my back a little bit when I was weightlifting as well. Did not help matters. Oh, that chiropractor did things to my back. He made me feel like a glow stick. <laughs> oh, I wonder if like, I wonder if uh, like AEW and WWE now have like a doctor on standby that's like a chiropractor. I think so. I think I think yeah. they do. On a, on a Sammy Guevara's vlogs, he was somewhere and like there was a lot of wrestlers like on this bench thing and they were doing certain stuff like to their back or neck or stuff like that. Oh, shit. Uh, Caleb, this match is going to be on the card. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure this is going to be one of the top matches of the entire card. Yeah. 
besides the uh, war games. <laughs> this, this is this is good. Like, I'm liking I'm liking the chemistry, like you were saying, and it's great. It, actually, it feels like Pillman's not flying as much. It feels like he's doing more just – he's doing mat work and just straight technical stuff. I like this. Yeah. He's showing A that. A lot of hill work. <laughs> oh, he didn't write that out. Oh, he <laughs> – Huh? <laughs> Probably him. It's chewy. <laughs> Remember that one time Brian oh. made made uh, uh Bobby he didn't lose his shit, man. <laughs> that was hilarious. That was a good move. You know, I was kind of just watching this match, right? I just thought it was a very interesting point. So it feels like during the 80s and 90s, what was equivalent to like now with the Canadian Destroyer and Super Kick, it feels like everybody was doing a leg drop of some sort. Yeah. It just became a move that was just part of, of a moveset. Just like the Super Kick now, the Canadian Destroyer. So I'm curious to see what's going to happen in the next five years to see What's gonna be the next pop next popular movie? So this hmm. is 1995. Do you think any of the people over well some of the older people at the event are still alive? Um, <laughs> hard to say, probably not. <laughs> I'd say most of them. Maybe like in hand form. Because I just seen like an older couple just walk by in the crowd. No, it could be like at least 60, 70. I wonder if you're still alive, at least gotta be a hundred and something. I bet. See, that's the thing at this time, man. The demographic was mostly adults watching WCW. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If kids, if kids watched, it was Hulk Hogan, probably. Yeah. But if you look in the crowd, it's a lot of the, uh, a lot of adults. And, like, some people won't even rest on, won't even rest on fans. Like, it's just casual. Like nowadays, you got to think you'll see a lot of wrestling shirts. Yeah, a lot of people. Well, I would say not until the NWO era. That's when you start seeing a lot of black and white. Yeah, I mean, like you can watch an episode of Nitro and just see nothing but NWO shirts in the crowd. It's all you pretty much see, and like people holding signs and stuff. I mean, it's crazy. You see black and white. It was sting, crazy. Sting face paint on people. Sting. Well, yeah. that's what's kind of crazy about thinking about. Now we have Darby, we have Bullet Club. You know, who else? Who else would say would have that about that same amount of merch as the NWO level? Like nowadays. Oh. Hmm. AEW. I mean, or just any Club. company in general. It's in a Bullet Club. Uh, I know Roman Reigns. It's not as popular as the NWO was, but I have a feeling that he's probably making a lot of money. In AEW, yeah, off his merch. Hell yeah. In AEW, I say it's gotta be between CM Punk or Sting, because Sting and CM yeah. Punk made a lot of uh, history oh, records. Yeah, they made a lot of history records on Shop AEW, and so as Jeff Hardy did. Punk, yeah, Punk hmm. still has the number one selling t-shirt on Shop Shop a- yeah, That's not surprising. <laughs> I think Sting's in the top five. Like, his his debut was out of nowhere. 
Like there were reports. That was certainly surprising. Like there was reports to maybe going to AW, but nothing like like how CM Punk was like he's gonna be there. Yeah. There we go. Now we're getting to high flying action. Oh. Oh. I just love Bobby Heaton. You can't beat the man on the floor. You can't beat the man on the floor. <laughs> so apparently the star of Monday Night Raw tonight, Titus O'Neil, came out and basically said WWE is a safe heaven for fans. <laughs> what? Is it? Are they just Because I've seen reports of like a lot of female wrestlers being unsettled with what Vince McMahon's you know coming out with them. Is that yeah. why they were doing something special? I don't know. Just, what do you mean? But like, why have that start your show? I don't know, man. WWE has been doing a lot of strange moves over the last few weeks I mean, since I'm, this whole thing came out. I mean, I'm fine with like an opening promo segment, but make it some make it make it interesting, right? Like, I don't mind if they do maybe something like, like after the first match or something, but to start yeah. your show off, like that's kind of the, I guess the hard part why I stopped watching Raw and SmackDown is just for that reason. Like back then when that like Stone Cold or yeah, something like that, and then they would announce a match later on in the, in the night. Yeah. Do you guys see that video of Kevin Owens? Um, it was like in between. It was like come back from a commercial break. And they show the same video package like three times that night. He's like, "We've already, you already seen this happen tonight. Why is this being shown again?" Yeah, Kevin, he'll break the fourth wall. I like, I love how he does it. Yeah, it's weird to me that he never went back. He never like left WWE. I wonder if it's just because you know it's his lifelong dream. And I guess he's being paid well, and I guess he's not having to wrestle as much. Hmm. His contract expired last. Uh, it was sometime last year or this year. Him and Sammy renewed their contracts. I'm kind of glad they did stay with WWE because if they would have left, they would they would have went to AEW and yeah, they've been even more I don't think they would have left. Though. I think they're there for life. Yeah. I can see uh, Kevin Owens and Sammy maybe. Appearing on eight, appearing on ROH one more time. Yeah. And they're probably going to the ROH Hall of Fame. Definitely Kevin, Kevin Owens, Kevin Steen. <coughs> Brian's mat work tonight is, or on this episode of this uh, pay per view is fire. Like, like, man, like, it literally looks like he's doing like, like true submission holds. Love yeah. it, love it, love it. Yeah. It's impressive, definitely. Come on, Philman. Tap, you got less than a minute. Come on. I love this time limit thing. I'm glad that, I'm glad that AEW started using it. Add suspense to the match. Oh, 
They look at Johnny B. Bad, that, that power up, though. Oh, shoot. Come on, Pillman. Come on. Get out of it. <laughs> Into the ropes. Uh-oh. Pillman's going to oh. do a springer. Come on. Put win. him away. Brian Bryan's fixing to fall. Oh. oh. <laughs> wow. Dang. What a good Tom match. To a time limit draw. Adams had a few time limit draws. Box land pack. Uh, I think Danielson's had, like, had two. Kenny Omega and Hangman. Are they going to restart the match? Oh, he's starting the match. I forgot about that. <laughs> How did the board just make oh, the right there again? <clears throat> like, not short amount of time. How did all the board directors get together and come up with a decision? <laughs> oh, all right. That's restarting the match. Face, come on. <laughs> I guess that was gonna happen. Unless he had an ear speaker in his Can we think of MLW? I don't know, I haven't watched any of it. I mean from what I've seen, I think it's pretty awesome. I've seen MLW a few a few of them. I've seen their uh like their Royal Rumble type thing, it's like 50 man or something like that. It was pretty good. Uh, mm -hmm. I like I like Jacob Five too. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't know if Tom Lawler's still there, but uh, what's the other guy's name? Uh, I forget what his name is. Uh, they got a lot of good talent. Like, they used to have a lot of the AW talent, like MJF, Bro, Santana, Ortiz. Yeah. Uh, but if you <laughs> He watched uh, our Alex Shelley interview. Uh, he was in MLW for a little bit and asked him, would he be, is he still with them or something like that? And he said, no, I'm not going back. Like, real fast, though, he said that. So, yeah. <laughs> but that, uh, I like MLW, but they, uh, it's kind of like Impact. They can't, like, when they sign someone and their deal's up, they can't re sign them. Yeah. Or if they do, they have great them, talent there, then. Or if they do resign them, it's only for a limited time. Like only certain people that keep. Like like with the impact, the only people that they keep is Moose, Edwards, yeah, Sammy Callahan. Okay, that's great. Saban. Yeah, Chris Saban. Yeah, they recently bought for him back in 20, 2020. Mage Mickey James yeah. at this point. Let's see James. Hmm. That's a thought. What am I doing another impact night? I think it'd be fun to make a modern impact. I go watch some of the modern impact matches. 
They've had some. They've had some great matches lately. Moose and Josh Alexander was great. Yeah. See, a lot of people get mad at me on Twitter sometimes because I'll say. Dang it, uh, Connor. Yeah, I don't even know why I'm mentioning this. Well, I say, uh, well, well, not even me, but just uh, like other people say too, that impact stands for impact. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> I'm not the one who started it. Someone else started it on Twitter, so you go find them and tell them you shouldn't have told me. All right, don't, that's enough about messenger. That's enough, that's enough about my uh, social media rants. <laughs> oh, you're you're my, you're, like, you're my favorite people on social media. It's like you're, you're you're very controversial. You're almost like on Matt Cardona levels of controversial. Right, very polarizing. <laughs> but I put my brute, my honest, the honest opinions on there about wrestling and stuff. I don't sugarcoat it or anything. One of the hard part is people are more sensitive with it, and it's always us versus them. Yes. Kind of like they like a like it's like a life or death situation. Like they get so offended. Yeah. I mean, it's just an opinion. It's just wrestling. It's not like your life depends on it. Oh. That's why I posted it quick. When was re- like? When did wrestling stop being fun? You know? Yeah, exactly. Social that's media the meaning of it. It's supposed to be fun. That's the point. Social you know? media really kind of took a dive into that. Yeah. See, man, we were watching, yeah. you know, was Hulk Hogan versus Big Boss Man uh, last week. And how many botches do we see in that? But yet nobody complained <laughs> back then about that. I feel like they yeah, were. That's why fans didn't realize that this was scripted. I feel like they would have if they had social media back then. Because like I know sometimes <laughs> Probably. Uh, WWE had the was it the Live Wire or Jim Ross? Yeah, Live Wire. Like, that and would, Confidential they had. Uh, then, confidential like, people, as well. People would call in, and like they one time they said that this match sucked <laughs> on Raw. Like it was, uh, <laughs> it was it was like a goofy comedy match when WWE was whooping their asses. And they said this match flat out sucked. That's why I turned the channel to watch some good professional wrestling on WWE. Yeah, I remember Ross, that. And then Jim Ross just hangs up on and slams the phone. <laughs> I remember that they called Live Wire promoting WCW. That was awesome. Whoops. Yeah, and they got. So there was people back then that did that, but it wasn't as like it's today. Like people just take it way too serious. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's like because people like. But Jim Ross got mad. Like, there was another person who called talking about Roddy, Roddy Piper coming out of retirement, WCW, and another person. (laughs) Then then they asked Jim Ross, uh, what did he think of something about Ric Flair on WCW? Then go ask him. Yeah. And then he he said, then he said, uh, the WWF is pertaining into our youth. We don't need to see. uh, like a, a 70 well I would I don't know how old they were but that we didn't need to see old veterans in the ring all the time and some to move mm-hmm. on but yet well, yeah, well, WWE is the one that, that signed a lot of them after mm-hmm. WCW oh 
Oh, damn. I still need to see how the camera guys. They don't have that many. They don't have many uh, camera guys at the ring anymore. No. Well, I think it's like the technology has gotten so great and how they can do their angles. Um, yeah. yeah uh, that, I can't remember that, that piece of equipment. It's called the telescoping. You know? Mm-hmm. That goes around like the whole ring of that kind of cam. Then you have like the one the ring post. Ooh, Pillman got his knees up. Uh oh. <laughs> I know oh, when uh, R- I know when uh, RVD does that frog splash and then someone puts their knees up. I know it's gonna hurt. You're telling me, I mean, that's all, that's, that's straight up abdomen that he's landing on. <laughs> oh, I just love this aggression from Pillman. Jeez, man. Yeah, you can uh-huh. see a little bit of that, that, you know, loose can kind of, kind of beginning to grow inside of him. You know what I mean? This match has gone on for 35, well, this put in the uh, entrances and intro to the event. At least 30 yeah. minutes. Ooh. Whoa. Good flying, man. I believe I'm fixing, Brian. A, I'm fixing to get a commercial because I'm crossing the uh, the like, orange line. It's fixing to come in ad. I bet I'll get it at the same time. Please do not let me get from this commercial. Please do not let me get from this commercial. <laughs> I can really just wait until Austin to do a commercial. <laughs> it's approaching. Can we just Scary. get the like 1995 Rock. commercials? Right. Hey, why don't they do that? Like with some of these older stuff, put 1995 commercials. That would be awesome. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, good kick out by the Ouch. Your fault. He's running a cup. I know that. Yeah, he barely kicked out. <laughs> he barely kicked <laughs> out. Of that. Oh, that was a cool catch the crossbody. Pillman lost. Dang. Ooh. Oh. And he flipped it over. Yep. Well, that was good. <laughs> like they both did a crossbody, and he was able to flip it over. Flip, flip that over. was a smart move. I don't think I've ever seen that in a wrestling match. That, that was great. great. Definitely a ten star match. That's, that's what I. And this was the opener. Yeah, I, I give it a four and a half, maybe four and three quarter. Four out of ten. No, sorry, four. Uh, sorry, out four of five. five. Yeah. Say out of ten, I'd probably say an eight and a half or nine. Dusty Reynolds, you're going by. <laughs> <Dusty> <laughs> He never went by Dusty Reynolds, did he? Dusty Rhodes. I always went by Dusty Rhodes. Or Dusty the guy Rhodes. had a son that said Dusty Reynolds. Dusty Reynolds. <laughs> he probably, he probably didn't even mean. He probably didn't even know he said that until later. Because <laughs> at the time, he wouldn't. They weren't going by Reynolds. Like his actual real last name is Reynolds, but they, he never went by right. That was a great opener. Yeah. Oh, we get to see some Booker T. Yeah. 
Harlan Hayes. Hey. I'll be right back, you guys. Alright. Cool. <laughs> man, I miss Bobby, man. He was something else. I was about to say he would be good in AEW. He'll be, yes, he'll be so good in AEW. Especially with someone like MJF, him being on his side, making all kinds yeah, of excuses. I can totally him. see that. He would come up with every kind of excuse for a heel. <laughs> yeah, I got a commercial now. Yep. Luckily, it's only one, I think, since it's timed. Mine's a 50 second or 49 second now commercial. There's a bunch of commercials combined it in. There's this dude doing sign language in the TV in the commercial. That's new. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, like the, he's like doing the subtitles for the commercial, and, like doing sign language for it. Surprised they haven't done that a lot here, because like a lot of people. I wonder how they hear the TV. All right, I got it. It's just going back. Yeah, that mean yeah. Gene. Yeah, I love Gene Oakland. He, like Bobby Heenan, would always give any excuse for the heels, but Gene Oakland would tear down the heels. Like he would, he's not afraid to say anything. Yeah, that was what was cool about him. Sometimes it got him in trouble, though. <laughs> yeah. Vintage Ric Flair right here. I think today his last match is going to be uh, it's going to be a tag match. Him and Andrade versus Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Huh. Tag match. I knew it wasn't going to be no one-on-one -on -one match. They said that Ric Flair is injured going in. He's injured going in? He's, that's what, I've seen that somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. He's going to be wrestling. That's what I'm he's saying. I don't think he's going to do much. He's probably just going to do Andrade. a couple of chops. I think Andrade, Andrade and yeah. Jalito do most of the wrestling. Yeah. I can see I him doing like his final figure four, and that'll be it. You know. I haven't seen Jeff Jarrett wrestling in years. Well, I've seen him. He was on yeah, WWE. It's been a while. He was on yeah. the World Rumble. Yeah, and they thought that he was going to have some kind of angle with him and Elias, but they never went anywhere. <laughs> like they don't even give it a chance. No. <laughs> Elias could be a world, well, could have been a world champion. That didn't ruin him now. <laughs> I, I believe he still could be a champion, but. Yeah, definitely. But, I mean, the guy is talented. I don't know why they don't get Damian Sandow to play 
Ezekiel or something like that. You know, that's not bad thinking. That he I looks get exactly it. like I'd watch that. I'd watch that. Sandow is funny as hell, too. Their voices sound different, but yeah. they look exactly the same. A lot of people are uh, like saying that what if Elias doesn't even exist? It's all been Damien Sandow this whole time. <laughs> That'd be I funny. Don't think, I don't think that's true, but if it was out there, what kind of theme song is this? <laughs> Uh, who came out with your theme music? Cobra. Hold on one second. I had to shut my door. <laughs> hey, you avoided the sucky theme song. Uh, <laughs> Mario Neely. This might just come. Yeah, I can already tell. It probably will be. I don't. I don't know either two. I don't know either two of these guys. Uh, this is uh, this one is Craig Pittman. I think this is Sergeant Craig Pittman. And the other guy was Cobra. I think their whole storyline was that uh, uh, Pittman left him uh, in the middle of a war or something like that. He left him to left him to die, and he came back. That's that's the way they were spinning it back then. I remember I used to watch the WCW Hardcore back then. So, uh, I don't think that that's not Pittman. That's <laughs> yeah, that's uh, what's his name, Prince Iakea. But I say I don't look like. <laughs> It's, uh, Pittman's supposed to be the one coming out. I know a little bit about Pittman, but I watched. It was like last year. I watched some of these. I don't know anything about. I don't know any any of this angle really. And Pittman could have been huge. That dude could have been like oh, a megastar. Is he gonna come down from the ceiling? Yeah, uh, that's what he's doing. I don't think you. What is that? Oh, is he? I think it's you should come around the, You could should come around <laughs> the other way. Well, that well that is smart to go around that way so they don't see you. Where has he got a gun? So I got bullet. <laughs> I used to like the whole Sergeant Craig Pittman oh. gimmick. I thought it was cool back then. You know, he was a heel, but yet he was a military guy. <laughs> yeah, you think you think in the world of wrestling, military, you know, characters would be faces. Yeah, especially during that time, nineteen ninety five. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think that was pretty much the whole story. Was that there? There. In some war or in some battle, and like in real life, uh, no, not in real uh, life. It's kayfabe. Like in, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was the whole st- the whole story between them while they were fighting. Uh, and like that he had, uh, came back for revenge. Watch the 
<laughs> oh, I know that hurt. <laughs> Who is this woman in the? Cause she, a, oh, that was he ain't touching, dude. Did <laughs> <laughs> try to go for a leg drop or something, and he code red arm. How's it? Yep. That's what his move was to the arm bar. Hello, decent. Hello, came out. I didn't give it much time, that's for sure. Right. No, <laughs> barely any time at all, really. I want to see what uh, both these guys can do in a match because this will didn't really show what they could do, really. Guess a secure time. I don't know. And see, after a while in WCW, it wasn't about building new characters. It was all about the old, the old people. It was all about you know building up, you know Hogan and Flair and all of them. They didn't really build up all new characters until Russo came along. You know, I really the only like their homegrown stars were like Sting, Booker T. Yeah. Uh, not many, because Ric Flair was already like guys like that were already established in WWE. Right. I would say DDP's a homegrown WCW guy, even though he started wrestling late in his life. Mm-hmm. He was like in his mid thirties when he started. Mr. Wonderful. I met him uh twenty eighteen. Hmm. It was um uh, Rome, Georgia, I think. He yeah, seems like he's that. pretty cool. I got another commercial. I'm the same commercial from last time. But uh, <laughs> when I met him, he didn't charge a thing, like he signed my book and took a picture for free. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, it's very rare when when wrestlers do that. Yeah. Do you know who uh, man on man on a mission is? Um, yeah. Yeah. Naval, uh, M-O-M, Servo, yeah. I remember and, uh, them. Mom. Uh, like, a, <laughs> uh, like Oscar. Yeah. He he a total rip off. Okay. He was at that event, and he kept every time I go by him, he pressured me to buy some of his like. I'm in that book. I'm in that book. I'll, I'll, I'll go $40. Then he was hustling I, you. He, he, like, once when I went around, he said 40. Then when I came back around, he said 60. <laughs> yeah, he's, he, he, he was, he was badger- getting his hustle on with you. He kept on badgering me, so I did it. He, for like $30. But, you know, what's his name? Vince, uh, uh, Vincent. He's the same way. He would, he would pressure people into buying stuff and, and like, if you took a picture with him, like he can just walk up to you and be like, "Hey, you want a picture?" He wouldn't even say anything about a price. And then after you take the picture, yeah, oh yeah, that'd be that'd be a hundred dollars. Like what? That's what Bob, do you mean? That's what Bob Backlund did to me at WrestleCon. I I went up to him. <laughs> Bob Backlund, would you? Yeah, 
I, I did that one time. He said I gave him my book and I asked him how much how much is it. I guess he he probably didn't acknowledge it. Then he just took my book, signed it, and he said that'll be twenty bucks. <laughs> wow. I, was, so that, I, I like to say you should have told me that before. Like I asked. <laughs> I'll do that again. I mean it's one thing you need money, but Who is this guy? Oh, I forget. Um, <laughs> He's like he was motivational speaker. Yeah, he was like one of those gimmicky motivational speakers. I mean, like that's no that's no gimmick. That's what he looked like real in real life back then. He walked around looking like that. That's not just a wrestling thing. He had the white, the right, uh, the white afro and everything. That's his actual Siemens. Hair. Yeah, like he was seeing in the store having that hair, oh. <laughs> like that. He that was the real deal. I think that's why WCW used him because he was kind of an oddball. Huh? But he was a legit like. Like, you know, kind of motivational speaker kind of person. Around the time I met Bob back when he, uh, he was Darren Young. I guess he thought he was some hot stuff since he was with WWE. <laughs> I think this at a time where he changed his theme song and everything, Mister Wonderful. Oh. <laughs> I Mario, I met it Bob back when in twenty thirteen at WrestleCon. That's cool. Where, where was the WrestleMania first con during that time? If you know, come with that. I like going to WrestleCon, but just be prepared to stay all day. Yeah, it's, it's an all day affair. <laughs> it's a madhouse, that thing. Like, like when you first get in there in the mornings, it's not too bad, but wait two, three hours and it's packed. Jeez. You can't like it, it take like it's a big like everyone's trying to walk and everyone's in lines and then you're confused what line you're supposed to be in and yeah. One time that's we, why we I would thought, like to get everything done like early in the day before like a whole crowd of people just storms the building. So like the one thing with wrestling comes like certain wrestlers are different times of, of the day. Like uh, Bret Hart might be there from twelve to two. And hmm. like the thing starts at like seven, you gotta wait all that time. So, yeah. so you really gotta plan how you're gonna. Tommy Dow's page, DDP. <laughs> Is that, that the old uh, school gear? The Diamond Doll, maybe? I forget who that guy was. I... 
I think that's Diamond Doll, maybe. It is that. Is that, uh. Well, well Diamond Doll was Kimberly. I'm trying to remember what that guy's name was because he really didn't have any specific kind of gimmick. He was just a big dude. He was just there. <laughs> kind of like uh, uh, Christian Cage's guy, uh, Tonko. Right, <laughs> exactly. I don't know why he didn't fall in the AEW. He should have. I swear he followed him everywhere he went. WWE yeah, pretty much. <laughs> he wouldn't be that person cage. Oh. I wouldn't be surprised if eventually you do see Tonko come to AEW because as far as I know, he hasn't retired, so I could see him and Christian versus Trust Express. That'd be cool, though. That'd be really cool. Yeah, rip off. Ultimate Warrior coming out. That's where he does. Oh. He just he just came out like storm entrance. Yeah, I remember. What, yeah, I remember this match. This is. I but, think this is one of the last times you see the Renegade, as far as looking like this. Look, he was a pretty decent wrestler. Yeah, he just got he just got saddled up with Ultimate Warrior's gimmick, and they, yeah. I don't know, I think they that kind of derailed him. No, oh, almost hit the ref right there. And like his life was really never the same after all this. Kind of sad. I wonder if is he still alive. No, they're in a get. He he. Uh, he uh, committed suicide. Oh, like around this time, or no? It was, oh, it was some year. It was wow. It was like probably a few decades ago. It's been a long time. <laughs> DDP ran into the pole. You see? That? I don't know that uh, Tomko and Albert went to New Japan Pro Wrestling. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. And see, this is like... The time, like time, way before DDP kind of got, pop, you know, became really popular. I mean, at this time, he was just, you know, a pretty good heel that they would put on, like the mid card and everything. But after a while, I mean, he became like the fan favorite in WCW for a long time. Yeah, Tonka doesn't look like he used to work. No, he looks way different now, I think. He got arrested one time. Well, it's got a mug shot of him right here, so. Not surprising.
Wonder where Lane went. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh. Dive and hit the ropes. Ugh, that looked nasty. Oh, man. I'm 100% sure DDP is going to win this match. Ooh. DDP is looking good in this match. Yeah. Tim. Because I know eventually Jimmy turns on the renegade and wipes the paint off his face. I don't know if it's after this match or not. And it was pretty harsh too when he did it because he was like, You're you're nobody now, you're just plain old Rick. And that was pretty harsh. <laughs> and his life was never the same. It was it's pretty sad when you think about it. Has he a dark side of the ring type thing? He should. I mean, thinking about it, the way his career went, I mean, he should have a some kind something about that about him. Because he's not, he, I mean, he is just one of a handful of people that's happened to in the business. Why is Tess not acknowledged by WWE? And you know what? I was talking about that to somebody not long ago. And that's a good question. I mean, nobody ever really talks about him. He was one of the best big men during that time. Yeah. I think I don't know that because WWE they're like that they're trying to kind of separate themselves if if you know the person's death had to do with drugs or anything like that for some reason they kind of separate themselves from even mentioning them if it had anything to do with drugs or any or murder or whatever and I mean as a business you can I as a business on the business side I can understand that but I mean at the same time test. He contributed so much to the business. I, nobody ever mentions him at this all. Test uh, reports reveal that what was really named Martin's death caused by an accidental overdose of a prescription pain medication, mm -hmm. oxycodone. An accidental yeah. overdose. Yeah, I'm sure I'm not the only person that's noticed how WWE, they are quick to kind of not mention people that have gone through you know those kind of deaths you know they're they're like okay we're gonna we're gonna not talk about that i mean he says accidental i don't know how he could accidentally or i don't know how that would i'm sure he was just popping him and didn't realize how much he was popping and it mm -hmm. got to him Look at DDP out there bumping. That is, <laughs> he's bumping like a madman for the Renegade. I remember that time he was on AEW. Um, 2020 yeah. Bash the Beach. Mm -hmm. Him and MJF was funny. That was good. I really enjoyed that. I want to see a dark side ring of MJF and what really happened when he cut that promo and what all happened during Double or Nothing and 
Yeah, like I, I will. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I feel the same way. I want to know what's going on behind the scenes at that, at that exact moment. Like, know, what was the backstage going crazy? What was going on? You know, I know it, it happened recently. Like, like a lot of stuff they do in Dark Side Rain took place years ago, but mm-hmm. I want to know what, like, Tony Khan refuses to talk about it. MJF's nowhere to be seen. Like, they, they eventually got to talk about it. Because people's going to keep asking over and over and over. Nobody's going to let it go until somebody decides to say something about it. It's going to be like the screw job, Bret Hart, until someone says something. And then it took them years to finally come out and talk about that. Yeah, it took like 10, 15 years and stuff. Yeah. I guess we'll be waiting that long. (laughs) I guess so. Dark Side of Dreams, 2035 or something. Right. So Dark Side Ring, please stay around until then so we can get this story. Inquiring minds want to know. Look at DDP. He is just bumping like crazy out there. Oh, <laughs> oh I man. like it. The body slam. That was a mistake. Should have went for the cover. Max Muscle. Oh, Max Muscle. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. That was another mistake. Should have went for DDP. Right? I mean, why is he even there? What's his... <laughs> he went to, the t- went to the top rope and then just... Yeah. Ugh. Diamond cutter. Why'd he dive on a maximum? That's stupid. Should have just went for DDP. Exactly. If he would, if he would have... <laughs> if he went for DDP, he would have won the match. Yep, that's it. That was a dumb move. <laughs> You're going to pay attention to somebody that's not even in the match. <laughs> I mean, Jimmy Hart was out there. He was his manager, so he could yeah. take care of him. He was trying to. Oh, Jimmy Hart was the one that wanted him to do it. He called for him to... Mm-hmm. Idiot. Yo, yeah, yeah, you're right. He caught from a jump on that. It was a dumb move by Jimmy then. <laughs> Probably the best they went there separate ways. <laughs> hey, I want to see what he's going to say. Uh, commercial. <laughs> they went straight into it. <laughs> yeah, I want to see what they he's going to say. At the recent AEW dark tapings, there was a lot of former WWE stars there. Well, NXT stars, really. Yeah, I see a lot about that. What was his name? Um, they were saying he was the next Brock Lesnar. Uh, he was a baller guy. I know exactly who you're talking about. Just forget his name. I know exactly Parker, who it is. Who it is. Uh, Parker, something. He he was on there. There was a few other people. I didn't even know who they were. That was yeah. Didn't they form a new stable? Something like yeah. That. I, forget, I forget what it's called. It was uh, yeah. A few of them were in NXT. I I don't know much about. I know about Parker a little bit, but I don't really yeah. know too much of the other guys. I would put people like that on the ROH. That would be perfect for. Yeah. 
Only the brain. Clash of the Champions. They want AW to do that. So, Battle of the Belts, Clash. Oh. Tyler Schwartz doesn't know what to say to that. <laughs> they are they are funny together, man. Bobby and Tony were funny together. You see, Tony's trying his best not to laugh, <laughs> but he's doing it though. Harlem Heat is next. Forget who they're going against here. Sensational Sherry. She managed a lot of people over the years. Yeah. Managing Harlem Heat. What did he say? He just dropped the F bomb. It sounded like it. It sounded if, like it. If he didn't, yeah. There's a lot of footage for Peacock. I bet they didn't look through all the stuff. That's a lot of hours of. Yeah. The library's I, pretty huge. I know he said that he dropped at least the two, three F bombs in that. That's what it sounded like, though. It did sound like <laughs> that. <laughs> uh. I know who Connor Parker is from WWE, but I don't know. Bunkhouse Buck. Uh, I know Connor Parker, Tennessee Lee, or whatever his name is. He was in WWE, but. Yeah. Yeah, I got home heat when I Bunkhouse Buck and Dirty Dick Slater. Yeah. <laughs> What a name. Yeah, that's a, that's a name for you. During this time, he, that wouldn't work well. The same people that they just showed booing DDP are booing them. Yeah. The same two fans. That woman and the kid. Yeah, the WCW hotline. They're talking about it. My friend yep. did that years ago when he charged that thing up to six hundred, seven hundred dollars. So it, <laughs> like they don't, like they don't tell you it's, it's that it charge you. No, they don't tell you that at all. They just say call the hotline. He, you're not, you're not guaranteed to. Are you? I don't think you were guaranteed to talk to anyone. But he kept on and on and on and on and on and on. And he kept talking. Yeah, because mostly, mostly what it was, it was just you want an automated, you know. Oh, yeah. I made a telephone call and they were talking to like Mean Gene the whole time, really. Yeah, I know one time they had uh, that showed it on like Randy Savage and Sting or yeah, but he kept on and on and on and on and on. And then, like, over the night, I think it was like up to 600 700 dollars. He run that thing <laughs> up to, he thought it was free. He, he got to talk yeah. to one of them, I can't remember. 
who it was, but his mom hmm. was mad at him. He was only like 18 years old. Uh, I don't know how old he was at the time, but and it was under her credit card, so. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I'd be pissed too. It was one that had the home phones. People had a lot of the home phones. Right. He rung that thing up. <laughs> I wish they'd still do that. But. Yeah, time's changed. Now you have meet and greets and stuff, so no need for any of that. Hey guys, sorry about that. There was some, uh, I had to help talk to my fiance about some stuff. Oh, you're fine. No problem, man. Uh, what timestamp are we at? Uh, 1.07. Well, 1.07.50. Okay. But the Harlem Heat and uh, Broadcast Buck. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm, I'm, at that port. I'm at that part, so we're good. Real tag team name. What did you say his name was, Mr. Jacobs? Bunkhouse Buck and Dirty Dick Slater. <laughs> Dirty Dick Slater? Almost sounds like Dirty Dan! <laughs> <laughs> Who's the real Dirty Dan? Oh, man. <laughs> that one that is a name. <laughs> that one aged well today. Oh, yeah. Great, great name. Right, <laughs> it's, almost as good, it's almost as good as uh, Gunter. Oh man, or uh, who else has had some weird name changes lately? There's been some weird ones, Butch. Butch, yes, Butch. Like I was Daddy Magic, I was saying, Monsua. Uh, I don't know. On one thing, I was saying that Pete Dunn will always be Pete Dunn, I will never call him Butch. Someone was, someone was then someone was saying like move on and stuff. I'm like, mm. no, I'm not gonna move on. Pete Dunn's away. You're not Pete gonna tell Dunn. me you're not gonna tell me Pete Dunn. You're not gonna tell me that Butch is a better name than Pete Dunn. You're not gonna tell who would name your child Butch. <laughs> well, if you didn't name your child that I'm sorry, but if anyone's watching this. No, but like I said, I guess sometimes it's like they're going back in time. It's almost something like what they were doing to like the wrestlers in the eighties, like they did with uh, Von Eric calling him the Texas Tornado. Yeah. Or the Red Rooster. <laughs> like yeah, going back to those silly eighties gimmicks. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like WWE's just kind of put the TV fourteen label and have nothing like. More rated, but like they'll probably just get to, they'll probably get to say like a few words they get, didn't get to say, but yeah, mm-hmm. not compared to what AEW does. Right, because I don't think you'll ever see blood, and well, <laughs> not for a long time at least in WWE. Not unless it's accidental, like actually. Yeah, unless it's accidental. <laughs> okay. Do they even have extreme rules anymore? Extreme rules. Uh, there ain't no extreme remember. to it. Extreme. Like the last good extreme rules I've seen was when it was Chris Jericho and Moxley in the steel cage. 
Uh, yeah. The, uh, that was the last asylum match. Yeah, that was yeah the asylum match. That, that one was, the was fun. That's a, that was like, fun. Like, like, I feel like that was the last of Extreme Rules I remember seeing. Come on, Randy Orton. Now it's just a name, you know? It's yeah. a gimmick. Yeah, What's now it's just a gimmick. Kind of like Hell in a Cell. And... I like yeah, when... I like when Money in the Bank was like at, at WrestleMania. Yeah. Squash match. Pretty much. Yeah, I got. Probably he's going to win this match. Yeah. I don't see how they haven't already won. Sorry, so I remember at this time are... these two teams had 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 a beef going on, but it was mostly between Sherry and the Colonel. Yeah. And then for some weird reason, Shelly fell in love. Uh, uh, Sherry fell in love with the Colonel. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> that was weird. I mean. <laughs> And didn't it cost him the, the tag title or something? Yeah, it cost her <laughs> Hall of Meet the tag titles. <laughs> I just love Booker T. Like, he's always been good. Yeah. I've seen uh, CM Punk's going to come back really, really, really soon. Oh, good. We need that. That's great to hear. Hell yeah. I think he. Will be on AEW TV in the next two three weeks, and then he'll wrestle Moxley all out. Yeah, that, that's probably, or probably or if he doesn't, if he doesn't wrestle all out, it's gonna be Moxley and CM Punk at Dynamite Grand Slam. Yeah, I can see it's, Grand Slam. I don't think, I think Punk will be back before Full Gear. I think he'll be, he'll be back sometime in August, probably. Oh, that's well, that's good. Yeah, I kind of had an interesting idea. What if CM Punk like was hurt before the MJF promo? And I wonder if they're just keeping him off TV until CM Punk got back. Hmm. It's good thing about this other day. It's like I still think it's a work with with. Uh, well, I think that same night, like the same night that MJF had that promo, CM Punk got injured. Because didn't CM yeah. Punk? Yeah, because CM Punk already had the belt. It was uh, CM Punk and FTR teaming up. Yeah. That's when he got yeah, injured. Yeah, that's right. But I don't know what they do with him. I feel like that they was going to have CM Punk. Well, I heard a report saying that MJF was supposed to beat CM Punk at all out for the title. Yeah. Hmm. I would probably do that full gear or um, Revolution. Or Revolution, yeah. Yeah. I'll probably do the Revolution to give CM Punk a decent amount of title defenses and somewhat of a ring. But I don't know if you could keep MJF off that that long. Well, what you could do is have MJF like just be like a Pillman or character. Have, we could have uh, MJF take it at um, Winter is Coming. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I've always liked Winter is Coming. That's what four or five months away. Yeah, in December. Yeah, just mm-hmm. start now. Just have MJF just start causing issues now. Yeah, and then when CM Punk comes back, he's... Yeah, start planting those seeds. Yeah, 
when CM Punk comes, I mean, when MJF comes back, it's gonna be a big pop. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm just waiting to see a heel CM Punk. I think that'll be great. I think that's what you'll have to do after he loses the title. Hmm. I wouldn't mind seeing. MJF and CM Punk feeding for a title for a whole year. I know it would get tired after a while, but I would like it make it interesting. I think I think they could stretch it out to a year if they did it right. I believe it's possible with their like you could even switch roles and switch you could do a lot of stuff with that. Storyline. And you can incorporate no, other other wrestlers within the story, you know. Yeah. Like uh MJF going to CM Punk's home. With AJ Lee there and just beating him up in his own home. That'd be good. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Like AJ Lee makes a little cameo. Exactly. That'd be dope. But like, how about like CM Punk's out of Chicago Blackhawks game, (laughs) or like like whatever it's called, and then MJF shows up in the crowd and starts beating him up and takes him on the ice. That's good. In a, a Rangers jersey, yes. Yes, there yes. you go. And, and take him That's out a great on the idea, ice. Though. <laughs> take him out on the ice and start beating him up on the ice. You could do it on half. You could do it at halftime. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, you're perfect. Or do it while the <laughs> yeah, game's yeah, playing. <laughs> Who needs to chill now, punk? Who needs to chill? That can make that. That could drag out so good. Now, if they're going to do the booking store like they did with Rey Mysterio and Seth Rollins, don't bother doing it. They drugged that oh. out. So. <laughs> God, they, brought, they brought in Rey Mysterio's whole family. And, uh, yeah, pretty much. With Buddy, with Buddy Matthews. That was, that was weird with, him, with Buddy Matthews and his daughter. That was really weird. Like, he's like 20 years older than her, probably. The fake eye bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Why? I mean, I think I think if they do, if they decide to go TV fourteen back then and then kind of push that angle to where it was that violent, it would have went over better. Yeah. Oh yeah, like, they could do like a place of you know first blood match, which is very interesting because it's like it's weird because like there's things like on the WWE game you can do that the company cannot do. Yeah. <laughs> the first blood match. I'm not gonna lie, the. Uh... Bunkhouse Bucks very boring. <laughs> yeah, he was boring, but he was very boring. But the character, I don't know, the character was 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 one of those typical, I guess, hillbilly type of characters. But the uh, the, like the home he saving this match. Oh, big time! Yeah, uh, sensation for sure. It's really anything with Booker. Like I said, anything, let's go back to Booker T. Anything with Booker. Oh. He just knows wrestling so well. Yeah. That's why it, it hurts when I see him bash AEW. What the thing, here's the thing that he, he, he doesn't even watch AEW. And like he even admitted that he doesn't watch AEW. He no, just, he doesn't. He, he just reads about it. So how can you judge something if you don't really watch it? I mean, you can listen to people's opinions. But, yeah, he, he doesn't watch it. <laughs> I, like he does I mean, I think he, I think I don't know if he does or he has somebody do it for him. But I think Jim Cornette, he does kind of. Like a lot have, of stuff knows, he, he knows what's going on because like he talks about it on his podcast. He's still a character. Like a, 
But like uh, some of the things that he says is like moves in the match, so he would have to watch it to know. It was a uh, because Joey Janela, Joey Janela. Yeah. It was like he was pointing out moves in the match, so he he has to watch it some. Yeah. He was talking but about. But if you uh, hate it that much, why watch it? Yeah, if you don't enjoy it, just don't even watch Exactly. Now, I will say this. I mean, I may not agree about everything Jim Cornette has to say about wrestling, but I will sit down and listen. You want to know? Like, there's good ones where I'll have a point out there, but... He always makes everything funny. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes sometimes he's not even trying to be funny. Yeah, he's naturally a funny person. (laughs) I would say AEW should reach out to him, but I don't know how that would work. Him and well, I think he'd bring a realism to it. I don't know how he would get along with the backstage, because he's already pissed off a lot of people. He would probably sell, he'd probably be selling for money. Like, back to the whole Jeff Jarrett and Kurt Angle thing, you know? Yeah. He could, he would, he would, I think he'd do business. Or I think Eric Bischoff's definitely burned his bridges. AEW. Like, I liked him in the couple times they brought him in, but then, like, did he just. He just got mad because he got he a, job. a job. Yeah, that's basically it. Him and Chavo. I think him and uh, Chavo made up, Tony. Like, he was on the Ring of Honor pay per view. Yeah. Really? Okay. But I think I they like, eventually made amends about it, but uh, Chavo Guerrero, so. I, they took him off the roster, but he wasn't necessarily on the contract. He was on a pay-per appearance deal. Yeah, right. so like, you can't get out of that. If you... Yeah, if he was on a contract, yeah, I could see. They just took you off for no reason, but I mean, they could, if you're on a pay-per appearance deal, they have every right. They could just not even use you anymore. True. Yeah. I think people just don't want to admit that WWE isn't the top dog in town anymore. Just because they have viewership and sponsors, but it doesn't mean they're the best wrestling company on TV. Right. Yeah, I think there's a lot of people who won't admit that. I mean, WWE will like always be like the like yes, they defeated WCW and ECW. They're probably like one of the best, one of the biggest companies ever, but. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, they're not producing great content. Right. Well, so the reason why they beat WCW was because the the network itself, not because. Because <coughs> yeah, uh, exactly. yeah, very yeah. True. Even Vince, he wanted he, he wanted to keep going, but his relationship with was it USA. It's like nope, can't. Yeah. Do it. So basically, so I don't know. I guess it's the sad part is maybe he did try fighting work question mark but. But when your company kind of goes bankrupt, I can't do anything about that. Yeah, like uh, Warner Media owns WCW, so that's a good thing about AEW is that they don't. I think they own some things like trademarks and things like the TNT title, TBS mm-hmm. championship, certain things, but they don't necessarily own the company. So if AEW had to find a network that could leave, like TNT, well, they could cancel them, but. They wouldn't like right. cancel the. Like they, they, would, have, they wouldn't be out of business though. Yeah. Right. That's the good thing about AEW. Like they would have to rename the TNT Women's 
like the the men's television championship and the women's television championship. Right, basically. that'd be a good name for it. Yeah. Yeah. But if you think about it, look how the kind of times they like. Look what they did for Wardlow when Wardlow won the championship. They even acknowledged it. Yeah. When was like the last time USA Network decided just a commercial or Fox really acknowledged, "Hey, this is our champion." Oh, they don't give a crap. <laughs> <laughs> One thing about to Fox, like you said, wrestling to them is just the circus. I know I use that analogy a lot, but to them, it's just that's true. They already have a million viewers, so it's gonna it's just gonna keep you know building every week. Like, right. Which is weird. Like I don't get how they haven't dropped so much. Yeah, I don't see how people want. I mean, there's not really any. I mean, I, I get some people. Some people just watch for certain wrestlers like AJ Styles, yeah. Andy Orton, or Drew McIntyre. What am I watching? Yeah, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is this? Is it uh, uh, alternative for me? I don't know what's fixing the house. Uh, <laughs> what's going on the ring? Is that the Rock well, Right now, Bunkhouse Book is going for the oh, pin. Who, who is that? That's the Nasty Boys. Oh, that's the Nasty Boys? The Nasty Boys. <laughs> what are you hitting with the shoe? Oh, dang. Oh, what a match this was. Great tag match, uh, thanks to uh, Harlem Heat, but... Uh, Why are they kissing? What, what? I don't need to see this. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> they really are kissing. Uh, yeah, because so <laughs> yeah, in kayfabe, they were, they were falling in love. That gross. And that was so weird, because it didn't fit in any part of the story that they were, that they were telling here. But it's wrestling, so... Anything can happen, I guess. <laughs> you know, that was gross. Yeah, it was it was gross to watch as a kid. <laughs> now they're mad because he calls me mad. <laughs> what, Um, okay then. What a match! Uh, I don't even need to see a replay of it. Come on, no. man. Yeah, they no. replay it. <laughs> no. They're gonna stop it, Bishop. Stop it. As if it wasn't enough. You got to relive the moment. Ooh, Bobby Heenan says. Oh. Bobby Heenan says the Hershey kiss. <laughs> oh man. That was gross. Um, okay then. Uh, for those of you watching at home, I'd still would rather you would unsee that. I still would rather watch this than a Marina Shaver match. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know, this is. Uh, this reminds me of the whole like Kane, uh, Wait, uh, Sam Punk, uh, who else? Who else? Uh, Daniel Bryan, the whole AJ style or AJ League, like bouncing from man to man. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Loves <laughs> huh? it. <laughs> I don't look at how they can wrestle in cowboy boots. 
And they're still showing the dang video. Come on. <laughs> they replaying it again. They're going to make sure uh, you see Well, Southern accents. Very dramatic. It's okay. We still. It's okay. We still got our best sister cousin to go kiss on afterwards. Uh, <laughs> this, this thing's gotten drawn out this whole night. Yeah. Just ended already. Every match has been. And they're playing it again on the on the screen in the back. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a down for me during the whole thing. <laughs> oh man! How many times are gonna replay the replay oh, that? Yeah, was, no, the replay oh, again. Dang it! Like it was, it kicked you out. They gotta go make sure that they're gonna sear that image inside of your brain forever. Uh, what time are we at again? Uh, one twenty-eight oh four. You gotta replay it again on the last screen. That's like a third time I've played it. Do this again. Come on, <laughs> Eric Bischoff. Come on. <laughs> this they are milking this segment. I swear. This storyline cannot be taken seriously. Not at all. Eugene Oakland's trying not to laugh. Probably heat's great. <laughs> <laughs> he knows it sucks. He knows I'm sure me and Gene busted out laughing once he was off camera. <laughs> I'm pretty sure a lot of them did. <laughs> Probably the ones who uh, Halloween have it. Yeah. It's the next pay-per-view. Yep. That's trippy, man. Whoa. Oh, oh, that was their previous pay-per-view. Watch it on video cassette. Yes, yeah, so that was their previous. Which I think there will be. So that was 95. I forgot. Yeah, this is Havoc Halifax. I got a few VHSs still. I've been wanting to start a collection of them. I got. Uh, I'd like to start one too. I got the. Uh, Hulk Hogan was in it. It was the Ninja. Um, some kind of ninja movie with Hulk Hogan. Three Ninjas. Yeah, I got I got all those movies in VHS. I got another Hulk Hogan movie on VHS. I want to watch. I heard No Hold Barred is great. I got uh, Home Alone yeah. VHS. <laughs> I got a few VHSs. I used to have a bunch. I guess I don't know what happened to them. That's the same with me and DVDs. I lose a lot of them over time. I think they got sold over the years. Mm. I remember having a bunch of VHS tapes. Like, lots of old WCW, WWF. I like SummerSlam, Luger versus Yokozuna. Like it was fresh. What wasn't even yeah. taken out or anything. I do have the. Uh, Beyond the Ring documentary type thing, VHS. Oh, cool. That was, I like that documentary. Like, they didn't mention that is w a really w good documentary. They didn't mention WCW at one point. I think it was based on WWE. Well, they mentioned ECW in it too. But, yeah, they did mention ECW in it. 
No, that's not terrible. Like Forty bucks for a fall brawl tape. Now th those days are nowadays. Right now, like I'm looking at eBay right now to see how much they, uh, how much hmm. it would be. Like I'm looking forty bucks best offer. I'm gonna go on WCW.com and see what it pops up. Do it. I'm curious. Probably take it to WWE. Yeah. <laughs> It's taking me to the WWE, WCW alumni. <laughs> Reliving details about the WCW relaunch that almost happened. <laughs> yeah. So I'm surprised they were relaunching the W. Yeah, like they weren't supposed to. Like Ted Turner wasn't going to sell it. He was going to like take a few months break and then come back to Warner Media. But. Air Bischoff just said, don't even, I, I just sell it while you can. Yeah. Before it's too late, no one's going to want to buy it. I remember Chris Jericho said if he if he knew the price of it at, the, at that time, he would have bought it. <laughs> really? Yeah, they were selling it for so cheap, yeah. Oh, wow. He should have reached out. Maybe if WCW was still around and WWE, I don't think there would be an AEW. Probably. Mm. Yeah, we that. Uh, well, like AEW would be WCW, like King Omega, all them in. Probably, yeah. Here's a Saturday night things. I, I would like to react to, but they don't have all of them on Peacock. I think got like three seasons, and they only have 1995. Like they have three episodes oh, each year. Hmm. See, young Charlotte there. Yeah. David Flair. Is that Flair and Arn Anderson next? Yep. Hope so. Yeah. I think so. I like the setup for the Saturday night shows. Yeah, that was always a pretty cool setup they had. Like, there's a lot of stuff on Peacock that they don't have a WCW, but when they had the WWE Network, they had it. Of course, since they moved, yeah. some of the content's not there. It'd be a shame if they deleted all that stuff and they can't get it anymore. <laughs> that would suck. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that they used to have on the network that's not even... You can't even find it at all anymore, really. There's got to be a way that one... There's way they could find it again. That's why you're in the ring with me at Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna try to go on Google and go to WCW.com. Like our one person was years ago, but they looked it up and it was actually the WCW website. Really? Huh. WCW Worldwide. <laughs> yeah, this isn't new. This is never worldwide. That was that, I think that came on on Sunday sometimes. It's actually at the show WCW Worldwide. I think a Saturday nights was on Saturday, and then worldwide I think they would have on Sunday. Yeah, this is like a new thing with like WWE's like a news. Well, that's back when WCW they would do syndication as well, so because they would have like 
<clears throat> it wouldn't be like necessarily live, but it'll be taped. But they'll put it at different times at you know during the weekend. Like you could you could be staying up late at night on a Saturday, like you know, and it'll come on at midnight sometime. At least down here, that's the way it was sometimes. I remember like, there was a couple times we'd be at. Um, we had this little there. We had this bar down and, uh, near, near my place, and we'd go like we'd have drinks and karaoke. And our and a guy that was doing the karaoke, the DJ, huge wrestling fan, right? And then we'd be sitting there, we'll be drinking, watching karaoke, you know, and, and singing. And, Next thing you know, I look up, and weird times of the night where it's like 11, 12, maybe 1 o'clock. Yeah. ROH, of all things. <laughs> ROH, just on the random that's, time slot again. That's awesome. What year was this? This was last year. Oh, last year, Ring of Honor. This is like, like last, oh, it was probably between 2019, 2020. Because it was kind of funny, like, because it was like the time, like, when there was like an episode with Jeff Cobb, and it was like the week before he uh, made his AEW debut. Yeah. Like, hey, it's Jeff Cobb. See him on Wednesday. I'm surprised they didn't sign him. I yeah, me too. He's been doing a lot of stuff with Japan. I think they were going to sign him, but when the pandemic happened, he, yeah. he refused to go to Jacksonville, Florida. Oh, gotcha. I guess because at that time, Florida was a hot spot for COVID. Then yeah, he just, I mean, it was pretty high at that point. Then he just signed with New Japan. I thought if the pandemic never happened, he would have been with AEW this whole time. Probably. He would have probably been a sixth member of the inner circle. <laughs> I could see that. <laughs> Definitely. Him and John Moxley was a good match. Oh, did yes. Yeah. I think Brock needs to like get his dad's build. I mean, he's a spitting image of him, you know. Just a little skinnier. Yeah. Has Brock been? Is he just training? Is that why we don't see him on Dark and Elevation as much? Uh, it was like two, three weeks ago. On. He was on Dark. It was uh, Brock Anderson and the Varsity Blondes against three guys. Mm-hmm. He, uh, at the recent Dark tapings on uh, this last Saturday, he was on a, he had a, like four or three matches. Okay, okay, cool. Hmm. There's some matches like I'll keep up with all the dark matches, and there's some matches that they taped four months ago and haven't aired them. Yeah. I guess. I mean, if if there was another big shutdown, then they had matches. I guess. Yeah, it makes sense to have some already in the can in case of an, you know, something goes down. I mean, that's a good point. Pandemic. Or if there was like a big, like one of these jobber guys was a big deal, like the next big, big star, they would have like never before seen matches. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm still ready for the Blade and uh, Blade, uh, the Butcher and, um, and Darby. 
Yeah, it's they didn't release that match. Yeah, that would be a good match. Oh, um, big time. Yeah. Um, I wonder if it's already happened, though. I'm curious. Mm-hmm. It could have happened in PWG. Yeah, I'm going to go to the YouTube machine. Let's check this out. Yeah, I know PWG had a lot of those kind of matches. Yep, go watch. Oh, they wrestled in um, in New Japan. Oh, cool. And PWC. Uh, oh, Bar Wrestling. They did a match. Uh, it was, it's Brian Cage and Jeff Cobb team together versus uh, Brody King and Tyler Bateman. Hmm. So they have wrestled together and have fought each other. I think this is nice. where uh, the new Four Horsemen kind of symbols because like they just showed Brian Pillman in the crowd. Yeah. Brian hey, Pillman and the big boss man. Eddie Guerrero's there. James, this is going to be match of the night, isn't it? Might be. So far, the best match has been Johnny B. Bad and because <laughs> yeah. I remember at this time, I mean, they're pretty much they're pretty much selling this pay per view as the new era of WCW because Nitro had just started. Oh, okay. DDP versus Renegade was pretty good. So crazy to see how wrestling's changed over the years. Yeah. yeah it's still a lot of similarities, but. Oh! <laughs> that... I still want to know, like, if even Jim Cornette would even know, like, who invented wrestling. I mean, like, what? like, not amateur wrestling, but like. Like this type of wrestling, who invented it? It wasn't Mr. Man. It wasn't. You know, he has like a whole museum in his house with like everything really documented. I think he even has like one of the first wrestling matches, like one of the brochures for. for the, uh, I'd really like to know that. Who created I mean, this dates back all the way into like the 1800s and, you know, stuff like that. And. You know how they would, how they would have the strongman contests, contest, and they had the one guy that's like that's like the biggest dude, and they, you know, they they have like the 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 ringmaster, you know, try to little people to come and try to knock them down, and, you know, if you win, if you knock them down, you win a prize, you know, kind of kind of you know started from those kind of you know carny kind of things, and then. Like they put the, they started putting more Greco-Roman wrestling into it, you know. I am curious. Yeah, I'm curious too, Mr. Jacobson Connor. I think I would love to like see like, like first like maybe first official match. Like yeah. Like somebody posted. There's like a, there's an image out there. I, don't know, like, I think it was like 1920s or 30s, but there's an image out there the first cage match. Hmm. It was like a, like a like a roller coaster park, or where they were called back in the day before they became like theme park. So it's kind of cool. 
I'll, I'll see if I can find an image and I'll post it in our group chat. But yeah, if you guys get a chance, it's it's really like a spooky kind of picture. Like <laughs> it's really just a whole bunch of chicken wire and in black and white and this face. That's what I was imagining. <laughs> yeah. This is right here. Uh, it was the first wrestler in history. <clears throat> it says in night. 1848 French show showman Jean. Uh, it's orient gotch form the first modern wrestling circus true establisher rule not to exclude holes below the waist. A style he named flat hand wrestling. Huh, that's fascinating. I don't even know if this is. Looks like it would be this kind of wrestling because it's got a ring and. Yeah, I would. I would say that. It's kind of a mixture of different styles, I guess. But Flathead's definitely one of them. Well, the old, old, old wrestlers like Bruno San Martino, Don Morocco. Uh, Pedro Morales. A lot of people will look at me and like I'm very, very young, and they, they're surprised I know people like that. <laughs> I think it's also I know what you mean. Yeah. Think about because we're technically part of the, like, the younger fans, but there's well, serious fans, ones, not like kids. But yeah. it's it's always good to go back mm-hmm. and watch like even older than like WCW, like some like their older matches, you know. Yeah, Bruno Santam. You know, uh, Bruno is great. Um, Andre, like some hit matches are spectacle to watch. Bruiser Brody. Yeah, my like my favorite was Don Morocco. I know everyone likes Bruno San Martino, but Don Morocco was the man. Yeah, he was actually the first Rock before the Rock was a Rock. <laughs> yeah, Don Morocco. Pedro Pedro Morales was okay. Yeah. Jimmy Snooker, he was in the first cage match, I think, in WWE or WWF, whatever they call it back then. Hmm. But there was one time, this guy was probably like in his 70s or 80s, probably. And we started talking wrestling, and I started mentioning about Bruno San Martino. Like he was saying that, like, I probably don't, he was saying, like, I, he was saying that I probably don't know wrestlers back in his day. And I started naming off Bruno San Martino, Pedro Morales, Don Morocco, Ivan Kutsky, Jimmy Snuka. And he said, How in the heck do you like I told like at that time I was like seventeen and he was really shocked that I knew all those people. Well, Connor is a very like so you're very like uh, you're a very knowledgeable person about the sport, so that is a student of the game, yeah. I think we need have we should have an old school night. Like we need to watch like old, some old, 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 old school. Yes, please. But the wrestling stuff was very, very different. Like there wasn't, there was wrestling in the match, but no flips, just fist. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> there was very, there was barely anyone running off the ropes. Well, not like there was in these, even in WCW. Yeah. But dude. the crowd was it. But the crowd was into it. We need to watch, like, dude. We need to do like a, a duel of the butcher night. Let's have a squeamish night on here. I remember this woman. I want to play. Uh, 
I forget who was the hill, but this woman went up and was trying to smack the wrestler, and then like all all the policemen like tackled her down, and then the wrestler was just giving her more heck. Damn. She was like, in the, like in those times, like old, old, old days. They didn't know what was yeah. going to Oh, shoot, I do. I even knew uh, Buddy Rogers. He was the first WWE champion. Man, I'm smart. Just like, just watching him. He's, him, him and Flair, man. They sure know psychology. Yeah. One of the things I need to go back and watch again, I watched a couple matches from this, but uh, my my buddy for my birthday a couple years ago, he bought me Mm -hmm. this giant, like, CD collection of Ric Flair's like best matches. It's like a three it's like a three disc set. I, I need to go back yeah. and watch more of it because oh, he was such a legend man. Still well still is. You guys gonna watch no, his no, last no. match. Who's left? Oh, Rick Flair. <laughs> his last match. But he had it so like I'll oh, be yeah, there on it. So I don't have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna watch this match whether you like it or not, Connor. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna go woo! I'm going to the if it wasn't for the Starcast, I wouldn't be going probably. Hmm. I'm gonna, I mean uh Bret Hart finally. Oh, man, I'm so awesome. I, I I had the chance to meet Bret Hart, but I was too nervous to meet him. Because he like walked right in front of me. I was like <laughs> I could like it's well, and then again, like he wasn't part of my wrestle, you know, WrestleCon session. I didn't want to mm-hmm. interrupt him. I saw I saw I walked past him and I walk, and then I walking in. Uh, Hack saw Jim Duggan was like in their little cafe next to the hotel was at, and I was so nervous to talk to him. Like, what a day did you got that you got to WrestleCon? I went. Yes. Uh, it was the. Saturday. I believe it was either, it was either Friday or Saturday. Because my uh, uncle and grandmother went. Uh, I was gonna go, but I had to work, so they were gonna get my stuff signed. And hmm. Bret Hart, like he stayed for two hours and then left early by the time that he was supposed to be there. So hmm. I basically lost him. Didn't get anything out of it. That sucks. Like, we should plan this. We should do it. Yeah. We should all meet up next year for WrestleMania and WrestleCon next year. In Los Angeles next year. I'm going to. Uh, oh, I've been talking about this. Uh, I am going to All Out. Um, about, I'm going to Rampage, All Out. Hopefully, that's a fan fest. Well, I, I think I told uh, you, Ian. Yeah, I think you said that you were waiting for the official date. Yeah, yeah. It was, I did officially buy tickets. Okay, I'm excited for him. I just hope see. I just hope MJF's back by then. He was like, think, at the time. He's one of the main reasons I wanted to go because I want to meet him face to face and show him Chris <laughs> and make a video. Of him. <laughs> yeah, I'll be, I'll be priceless. Him and Chris and them interacting. <laughs> 
That would be <laughs> that would be pretty good. I'd pay good money to see that. <laughs> Wonder what's going on there. Oh, the flood coming off the top. Jeez. Oh, dude, I need to see that interaction between uh, Chris and MJF. <laughs> like, I would pay good money to see that. Yeah, that would be hilarious. <laughs> I think we need to like either one or maybe next year or that or with one of the all elite pay per views. We need to like go out to it, like as it get like all of us out there and have fun. Out of pay per views, I think so. Yeah, I wish they had. Um, I wish they like double. Oh, <laughs> what happened next? <laughs> Uh, my dog was like, I'm going to come through and knock over your cable. I wish Double Nothing was always in Las Vegas. And all that wasn't always in Chicago. They could go to different cities. And Dude, stuff. we need to get Chris to Vegas. <laughs> get Chris to Vegas. Oh. Then, like, we just need to go like, to Vegas for it. Let's get Chris to Vegas. Let's go. Come on. Company trip. Come on. We can, put all, we can, we can do it as a, like, a tax write-off, right? We're technically a business, right? Hmm. I don't think it's you want to do that. You're going to really regret that <laughs> once you're on the trip. You're going to really regret that. Going with them. I've had that experience. You don't want to do it. Oh. <laughs> you will be ready to get away. Be alone as long as you can. <laughs> wow. I think, yeah. I think we need to do something, actually. I think we need to do something, like, as a group. And just, and just all meet up and do something. I think WrestleCon, like I said, WrestleCon would be fun, because, like I said, we could do so much content for our YouTube channel. Like, we could, we could do, we could, you know, do, like, quick interviews with wrestlers, you know? Oh, like, like in person? Yeah. 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 There's, like, Especially like with phones nowadays, with how good they are, like that's all you really need is, is a phone and uh, um, like you know Apple Movie Maker, maybe a microphone or something. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. Like have a, a microphone and have the uh, all elite zone thing. All right. Yes, I, I could yeah, see. Exactly. Uh, that'd be that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. One of my friends, they had uh, they had uh, mic like. Like, uh, like the mic flags made, or whatever they're called. Dude, let's t- we should get some. F- we should get some. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Ric Flair had the best facial features. Oh, oh. he was great at telling the story with his face. Right 
I wonder if matches be held this card. Like, is it Hulk Hogan and Wendy's? I think our this match is the World Games. Yeah. <laughs> Structure stuff, right? Structure stuff. <laughs> Give that dude a file. That was cool. So I had another, I had another interesting like conversation idea, right? And I, I thought of this the other day because I had a friend of mine that asked me, "Hey, like, have you heard that?" Apparently, there's a rumor out there that Charlotte Flair is actually a man. Have you heard that one? Yes, I have. <laughs> I have heard that. I've never now, heard that, actually. Now, <laughs> That's hilarious. Now, when I first saw Charlotte, I didn't know that was his daughter. And I legit thought that. A lot of people said that that's David Foyer, but I don't. Because, like, some people, like, people with theory theorize that they were never together in a picture. Or anything. <laughs> well, that's not true. I don't know. <laughs> we just seen them together earlier in the show. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, like, people, like, people, like, theorize things and try to make you believe it, but I don't know. I just think Charlotte. I don't think people in the conspiracy to, theories. I don't. I don't think she is. I think she's just muscular and then uh, <clears throat> had some uh, had some procedures done. I don't so, know. Uh, I mean, she seems to be pretty in in shape. Yeah, but I mean, I feel said that about China. Features. Well, China, yes, China had some things done, but I don't know if Charlotte had anything done. I think Charlotte had like a like some kind of like. Face job or nose job? Yeah, she had a uh, something to do with her chin. She got her chin kind of sculpted. Would, a lot of people said that Charlotte was a man. No, she was all woman. <laughs> she <laughs> like was all woman, baby. Oh man, Mikey Willie. Mikey Willie. After all this, welcome time, back. Been months and months, and we are watching the whole Kogan show, so you'll be. Let's see if I try to watch it. Uh, WCW Fall Brawl 1995. Currently on Rick Flair and Arn Anderson. I'm liking Like I think this has been a really great match. It is. Yeah. Who would have chopped from Flair? There's no way a chop was going to put Arn Anderson down. He has one of the best chops. Uh-oh. I would say give me the rock. <laughs> I would say Flair, Rock, and um, and Big Show are the best hmm. chops and slaps in the game. Yeah. Just because of the Big Show, how he did it when he went, do that. And then just went, wham! Right? Oh, right. Was, was it Kofi's chest that he did that too? Like where, like it really caused permanent damage? Yeah, that's the story. Yeah. <laughs> Who was the that Brian Danielson's chest got real red? I forget what match that was. Uh, like he was out for a few weeks. I'm trying to remember. Um. Oh. My kid have some procedures done, I think. Yeah, I think he had, that's, he had surgery done, I think, at that time. Come on, put him away. 
Oh. <laughs> Did you guys, uh, have you guys ever seen, um, I, can't remember, I can't remember what promotion was for, but uh, Ken Von Eric versus Ric Flair. Did you guys, have you guys ever seen that cage match? Yeah. I think I have. I don't think I've seen that. If you get the chance, go back and watch it. When I was under uh, quarantine uh, back in 2020, one of my friends like sent me like this huge list of like classic wrestling matches, and that was the first one that was on there. Oh my gosh, like it was amazing. Probably my favorite Ric Flair match of all time. Hmm. Okay. Is that world class wrestling? This match was good. Yeah, that, they've had more than one match, I think. Uh, flaring Arn. Uh, Arn was, yeah, this is so far a classic match, I'll say. Yeah. I notice you changed your profile picture to Hulk Hogan with the world title. <laughs> oh, going for the figure four. Uh, what time stamp are you, at, are you guys at? I'm on the figure four right now. I I'm am on the, the figure four as well. I'm at 158.00. Yeah, one fifty eight as well. Man, he has it in there good too. Today, I, like I, when we got off today, it was like one hundred four degrees, and this guy was wearing a long, thick coat and a beanie and pants. I don't get how people can. <laughs> Jeez, I could not. I cannot do that. He dressed like I would he was passed the hell out. He dressed. He dressed like there was a blizzard outside. Jeez. Hey, I might be finding my Daisy Dukes and wearing them to, to work here very soon. How hot it is. Like, I'll be way... I, I would pass out probably. I would, yeah, no, right. I would have passed out. You were wearing like long, thick pants, a big old thick, heavy jacket, a, big, a beanie. Then he was wearing gloves on his hands. You're asking for heat stroke doing that stuff. That heat exhaustion, damn. And then the worst part about it was he was drinking coffee. He was drinking coffee at the same it? time. I'm sorry, but jeez, man, that's not healthy. And then, like, this woman asked him, like, why are you doing all this? And it's like 104 degrees. He said, I feel, I feel cold. Wow. He's, he's not a human. <laughs> Something's off with him. He, 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 he does it every day. Like, every, like some days he'll just wear a beanie or he'll, he'll just drink coffee in the hot. And then when it's cold well, outside, get... he probably... <laughs> wow. I don't care if it's like cold in the building, but, man, that, that's... Like, even even during the building, like, he'll wear, like, long, sli- a thick, long sleeve shirt and pants and a beanie and gloves. How do you not get heat stroke doing that stuff, man? I mean, jeez. You should have already had one. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it feels cool out here to me. Uh, you sure I did a heat stroke popping up, buddy? Like today, it was at least 104, 105 degrees today. Wow, Wait, same down is here. Is Pillman really still odd. wearing his wrestling boots? Yep. Why? They look like they're cowboy boots. They're cowboy like boots. Oh, Leverick Flair's boots. Uh, moon, pr- uh, 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 moon, cow printed uh, boots. Uh, that was a weak punch. <laughs> no, that was a good punch for Rick Flair. <laughs> oh, he hit him. That was up. a great match. He hit him upside the head. DDT. One, 
Damn. That was a good match. Dang, Pillman. Did, did Pillman turn heel or is that a face moment? This is where they, where the new Four Horsemen kind of get established. Yeah, that was Pillman pretty much turning heel, yeah. This is the start of it. <laughs> People, like, he acts like he's against Flair, but it, in, the, in the end, it's Rick Flair, Arn Anderson, Brian Pillman, and Crispin Wall. Mm-hmm. Well, is that Tennessee? That Carl? I thought he was him and Sherry were going out. Guess that didn't last long. <laughs> oh, that's the thing with that whole storyline. I don't know exactly where they went with it. They're probably still feuding to this day. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> Like the guy, he was uh, not trying to pick anyone, but he was kind of a little bit overweight. And him wearing all that stuff just made it even hotter, probably. Well, well he wasn't too overweight, but. Yeah. He just. Dang, I got a commercial. Yeah, I'm fixing to get one. I know. Uh, yes. That's correct. Yeah, I would never do that either. You're, you're just asking to get a heat stroke or get yeah. have some kind of health yeah. condition doing that. I would probably sweat and I'd, I'd be miserable. I couldn't put myself through that. <laughs> I'd be miserable. I'd be a bad day. In <laughs> what time stamp you guys in there? Oh, uh, got a commercial. Yeah, I'm still at a commercial. What? 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 PlayStation? What? I was going to pause it for y'all. Uh, my PlayStation just went black. Dang it, Peacock. Ah, oh, Peacock just kicked me out again. Dang it. <laughs> okay. Uh, my, what, what, uh, what? Uh, I'm back now. Can you pause it? Yeah, hold on. Sorry. I'm at 203. Yeah, same. What the fudge? Well, the dungeon was so silly yeah. looking back on it. Yeah. <laughs> look at the Zodiac. It's looking so stupid. <laughs> Come on. Or Kevin Sullivan had a much darker. <laughs> Version of what? Alright, I'm gonna restart and see if that helps. So you guys just keep watching, I'll join back in here a second. Cool.
Kevin Sullivan was nuts. I think he was the booker at this time, so he was pretty much in charge of all that. Is <laughs> he just... Is he playing with the... He's playing with the Hulk Hogan figure. <laughs> Look at how silly and childish this stuff was. Oh, yeah, I remember that monster truck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think that's the next pay-per-view where he throws him off the building. I don't know what we're going to do tomorrow night. We got Nitro. I don't know what we're going to do. We got a, we got a dead man on the roster. We got a dead man on the roster. <laughs> and Tony Schiavone says, well, you've got a job to do tomorrow night. I don't have to be on Nitro, but you do. <laughs> I think Bobby, Bobby the Brain's reaction to all that was hilarious. <laughs> and then, like, they were constantly, like, that was the main event. Like, they, they, they had that stupid monster truck thing. And then the main event was supposed to be Hulk Hogan and the Giant. Then they kept asking repeatedly, are we going to have the match? Are we going to have the match? They kept on asking mm -hmm. people in the back, are we going to have the match? Are we going to have the match? They kept on over and over. I drug that out. Yeah, so, that's when the Yeti, the Yeti made his debut that night, too. Someone tore up his motorcycle. Yeah, Paul White. Yeah, it's coming up. I can already tell that that match. Yeah, not this event, but oh, what? And like, 200... cool. oh, go ahead. I was gonna say what? Two hundred and ten subscribers now. Nice. Earlier today, appreciate it, everyone. It was at two oh seven earlier today. Now it's two ten. And like the whole Dungeon of Doom angle was kind of like, it reminds me a lot of like old New Japan stuff. Because New Japan would have, you know, cinematic stuff like that too. Do you want to see this stuff today? I mean, well, not Dungeon <laughs> of Doom. I'm Dungeon saying Doom, like at that time, I think, I think at that time, there was kind of like a, the way they would shoot their, their vignettes and stuff was kind of like New Japan. How they would do that stuff in all Japan. Come on, let me in, please. I'm gonna finish watching. All right, what timestamp we at? I'm at uh two oh six. Five three, five four, five five, five six. Oh, that a cage match out on the beach. That's cool. Hmm. Hulk Hogan and Vader. There we go. I think that's when they did their uh, their their Baywatch episode too, because <laughs> they they also did an episode of Baywatch, and they they did it at the same time as as I think a pay per view they're shooting as well, and they kind of blended it all together. Yeah, Vader was supposed to be in this match. Yeah. But he got injured and Black Slugger took his place. <laughs> Where'd they shoot all that at? The Universal Studios? <laughs> the Giant! 
chest. They have wounded him to the dungeon of doom. They have tortured him. Wait, am I watching Legends of the Forbidden Temple? <laughs> oh, I got the camo. <laughs> I like Luger in this in this part. He's just <laughs> Oh my god. I'm surprised uh I think Jerry Jerry Lawler said at one point that if um if WW, if WCW would have lasted a few more years, that he was going to make the jump to WCW. What, you? Hmm. Jerry, Jerry Lawler. That's believable. Yeah. He I said, believe that. Uh, I see, I've seen him probably a hundred times because I live in the Memphis, Tennessee area. I've got tons of pictures autographed by him. Anytime you want to meet him, just come Memphis. And, but I, like, I, like I remember him telling someone that uh, I was there when he said it too that if WCW would have lasted until 2002, 2003, he was going to make the jump because his contract expired in two, sometime in 2009. Hmm. Yeah, I can see I can see the king in WCW. Jim Ross probably would have made the jump back over there. Well, hmm. if I don't know if Eric Bischoff would have won it though. Because he's the one that didn't want him on there. We are going to do for Look at Luger, he's just going bad shit. <laughs> he was like, I'm just here to get my title shot. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Jimmy <laughs> Look at Jimmy Hart. <laughs> All I'm saying in this in this promo is America. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lex just does nothing but flex. That's all he's gonna do. He does not care about anybody but himself. He reminds me of uh, like the whole like when Jake Hager was in the inner circle where he's just like championships. <laughs> like, the only thing on his mind right now is just the championship. Yep. See, at this time, I remember the one that was the least trustworthy was Lex Luger. I think at this time. Let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> oh dang! This is a, this, this is intense. 
Let's go, Eugene. <laughs> <laughs> I drugged that whole via fucking jail. Michael Buffer, let's get to the ring and you, my friend. I feel bad for a suit jacket. It's all great. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is the moment the world has been waiting for. I think AEW needs to do like AEW lights, like how they do WCW lights like that. They need to do like AEW lights. Have they already done the twin cops for the um, the advantage? Mm. Mm. This is exciting. Be right back. This is the pyro. Yeah. Yeah, their pyro is pretty. It's pretty cool. It's okay, Lolly. It's it's fake fireworks. You're okay. Our fireworks from 1995 that blew out so 2022. It's over yet. Or to some people, the Bruce Bruce Beefcake. Stipulation. Time step is everybody on right now? 215. Yeah, 215. Okay, yeah, I'm at the same spot. All right, good.
a member of royalty from the south of Pivot Island of Tonga, made the face of Trevor. And finally, the leader of the Dutch of the Dome, 240 pounds from the island. Way right back. Man, this makes me feel old watching it, though. I got it. Man. <laughs> Aren't you the oldest one we all eat, Tim? Yeah. I think so. Macho man, yeah. <laughs> Surfer Sting. I'm so excited for this match. It's been so long since I watched it, man. That's where it, it's very nostalgic. See, that's the thing. You can't deny the the appeal that Hulk Hogan had, the the pull that he had, the how much how much the fans actually gave a damn about him. You can't really take that away. No, he's not the best wrestler by far, but he was sure able to sell T-shirts. Right. <laughs> we got kids to eat the vegetables. Exactly. I take vitamins, not steroids. <laughs> he definitely made his money doing that and being had to let most of it all go away. <laughs> Got a shark and sting first. Yep.
What if, like, you went to the past and you brought older Sting to there? Ooh. <laughs> like, what would the Think crowd about that? Be? That would be cool. What would the crowd reaction be like, Brian, come and get me? Someone else. Is this Sting's uh, gothic grandpa? <laughs> Love you See, too. 1995 Sting coming out. 1993. <laughs> I'll bring in every version of Sting in, in the one. Sting's War Games match. <laughs> versus, Sting versus Duke. Sting versus Team Hogan. There you go. All right, come out and start telling everyone their, 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 their futures. Yeah. <laughs> Shark, you're dead. Yeah, Lolly here. She's uh, Team Sting. Sonny, you're you you get arrested about every month. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to say that, but but uh, there's consequences to doing that. Wasn't he ty- yeah. was he was he Typhoon as well? Of course. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. You sharp? Yeah. Uh, he was Earthquake, and then his partner was Typhoon. Yeah, Earthquake. Oh, Earthquake. Yeah. Yeah. I like him better as Earthquake. He's also a sumo wrestler, too, beforehand, before wrestling. He did a lot of sumo wrestling. He is a big son of a bitch. I think one time, the Big Show did a, did a sumo wrestling match at WrestleMania. Yeah, he did. He did. I forgot who he was against, but it, he did have a sumo was, match. I think it was someone from Japan or something. Yeah. And I personally, I mean, I this there's fans out there that aren't that that aren't into that, but I kind of I kind of always been a fan of sumo wrestling. I've always, I always thought it's kind of cool. They should make that the main event of WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine the people's reaction to that. Right. They would hate that, man. <laughs> oh, that would. That would be a very good thing for them to do, though. Or like AEW advertise CM Punk and Kenny Omega's the main event. But... <laughs> and we'll leave, probably. Jim Cornette would get would shit on it. Dave Meltzer would get a five star match. Hmm. Jim Cornette would go crazy. (laughs) (laughs) That actually might kill the man. (laughs) He wouldn't even watch wrestling anymore, probably. Like, I'm done. I'm going to go watch Underwater Basket weaving. I really don't think he watches it unless he's reporting on it or or commentating on it. There's no heart in it for me anymore. I I haven't heard him say one thing he likes in wrestling today it's very rare yeah i, I heard he, he was an mtr fan yeah he likes uh matt riddle like out of all people he, he likes how does he like matt riddle I mentioned, yeah, i've heard that i know he said that one time that, that wwe's got a big thing with matt riddle they book him right that, and that he likes his character and he only hates Kenny Omega because he wrestled a sex doll and that little girl in in, in Japan. You know, yeah. like a doll thing. <laughs> that was like, his biggest made, gripe with Kenny. Really. Only reason why he hate Kenny Omega. And then when Kenny Omega gives you criticism back, 
like the doll, like the, like the fake doll, so or the off. or the a nine year old girl. Both. He I think it was both, both that he, he didn't like. A lot of people don't know this, but the nine year old girl he faced was actually Riho. That makes sense. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, I heard that a little while later. But then again, Japan—they're different. They have different wrestling, just like we do. Yeah. But he can't say anything because he's around for the gobbledygooker bullshit. Have y'all heard about the one million seat arena? What? Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know where it's at, but it's gonna be—it's it's being made, but it's gonna be a one million seat arena. Hmm. That doesn't look like too much. Like, what? Who could sell that out? <laughs> I mean, like, uh, and like, how high is it gonna be, and how wide would it be? Because that's, that's, a, that's I mean, like size of a that's a lot. Yeah, when you think about it, I mean, geez. <laughs> yeah, like it's gonna be, it's gonna be made. Uh, I said it's gonna. I forget where it's at. Where it's gonna like be, a Roman uh, Coliseum right there. <laughs> like it's supposed to be, be the biggest arena at, in the world. I forget where it's gonna be at, but like they, it's supposed to be uh, done in twenty twenty four. Sounds like something wow. India would do. Hmm. Well, like one of those kind of countries over there. Uh, not yet. Yeah, this is it. Hmm. Oh, that's smart. I don't know how you see if you're all the way up there. Uh, oh, no, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, binoculars. That's a good point. Yeah, that'd be a real uh, jumbo trouble. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like if they're gonna do, a, they're gonna have a million seats. It's gonna have to be some sick, some sick screens they're gonna have to put in there. Some like, like the you know, TV huge TV screens. It's gonna be like Jerry World size TVs. Would that even hmm. be enough? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, with a million seats, dude. I mean, think about it. <laughs> this isn't like the traffic jam, though. Oh, right. Yeah. Think about the traffic it. as well. Yeah. I mean, a big parking lot. And you know, it's going to end up being overpacked because, so you know, you're going to have over a million people there. Now, this isn't like the real thing, but this is like a uh, thing they made showing what it, what it's going to look like. Yeah. What the? That's what it's gonna. That's what it's supposed to look like. So that's but, supposed to see the million. Yeah, but 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 it's gonna have a dome over it. I mean, I can see, I can see where it, from business from business standpoint, but it can be very problematic, man. Yeah, that can <laughs> like be very problematic. It's supposed to be like a. I mean, it's a cool. It's a cool design, though. I gotta admit. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be a soccer arena, but it's also going to hold like concerts. But, and... but who can sell a million tickets? <laughs> no, right? A like the only person, like, only people that probably could are dead. Like, like what wrestling? Yeah, I mean... What wrestling <laughs> match could do that? No, I don't no wrestling. wrestling. <laughs> like, unless, like, not even like if The Rock and Stone Cold had a match nowadays. There's no way they right. could fill a that's like Michael Jackson in his heyday. He could sell over a million tickets easily. But, you know, today, I mean... You better bring who, Andre who, John back from the dead. Or, right. I mean, who it. would you get to do that? You for sure would have to wear earplugs for that. 
And then, like, how are you going to make a profit out of that, too? Because I, I, I'd imagine the fee to do that place is pretty expensive. Operation and the food's probably, probably going to be expensive as hell, too. <laughs> well, if you're getting a coat, like, 15 bucks. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Buy you some popcorn for $30. Well, the thing is, it's already high going to like, get a drink of popcorn at any NFL game. Yeah, true. Like, this would be top-notch pay, like... Mm-hmm. And then, like, the elevators they'd have to have, the parking lot. The stairs. Jeez. Like, you'd have to have like, the it's, most staff of all time of an arena. It's not worth it. Whoever's building it, you're dumb. It's not. It's, They've it's, already started it. it. <laughs> like having, I can like, see that here, being like, so problematic. Up. They've already started like the process and stuff. You like, could easily have feed all of the homeless people in America without much money. <laughs> right. That's crazy. Why? Like, For the money they're, they're making with it. Yeah. Jesus. It's supposed to be a soccer field, but it's also going to hold other events. But what soccer game is going to hold that many people? <laughs> Who's going to come? I mean, down? really. <laughs> I'm not a fan of soccer, so I wouldn't know, but. Uh... <laughs> No, I don't see a million people coming to a soccer game. I mean, but soccer's pretty popular over there, so... But it's, but, but it's, it's going to be in the United States, though. Oh, well, soccer's not really that popular no here, way. so I don't know, I don't I know, know how they're going to make that happen. I don't know where it's supposed to be at, but it's in the United States. It's supposed to be, made, it's supposed to be built by 2024. They're going to start hmm. on it the fall of this year. Well, damn. That's, that's a waste to me, if you ask me. I mean, that's you a watch waste. WrestleMania. Fifty's gonna be there, or like one of the WrestleManias is gonna be there. I mean, as 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 much as WWE sells, as much as many tickets as they sell, they're never gonna be able to make, you know, sell a million tickets no to a place like that. You Has know? anyone ever done that? Sold a million tickets? No, I don't think so. They Yeah, I think Live Aid came close to it. I don't, I don't, that's crazy. <laughs> take a while to get out of there if you're all the way up to the top. Exactly. Yeah, if you think it. about it, and it, it, especially if, if, like, let's say you, you don't ride elevators, you have to take stairs all through the place. I mean, jeez. Yeah, uh, what do you do about people using wheelchairs? And then, then that's another like, thing, you, you know. And then you got when it's time to leave, everyone crowded in the hallways and trying to get on the elevator. And too much. Dude, it'll take at least six hours to get out of there. <laughs> wow. I mean, you would think like I, I would think like if if it was uh, for people that are, that were in wheelchairs, they would make it a lot easier for uh, them to get through the place. It'd probably be a lot harder. <laughs> oh, jeez, that's it, that's it probably crazy. would be about six hours to get out of there. <laughs> I wonder how many stories there would be. Man. Kamala. He was, very, he was underrated. Yeah. Yeah, I do agree with that. He, uh, both his legs were amputated. Yeah, I heard, yeah, I heard about that. He had diabetes, I think. Hey, one of my friends, like they used to live in Mississippi, and he and like they lived next door to him. Like, oh, right. not, well, not next door, but like across the road or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And I said, Why yeah. did you not say anything? 
He said after the fact that he died. Wow. And I was I was over at his house one time. And he, and he knew that. <laughs> wow, that's cool. I think like, he was a I truck was, driver too in his real life. He was a truck driver. Tomorrow the truck driver. Yeah. I had this one VHS where it was Jerry Lawler versus Kamala, and Jerry Lawler set Kamala's butt on fire. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where that DVD went. That VHS went. Yeah, I know Kamala. He's had that Kamala character. He would take that all over the world, man. Like in all over, all kinds of promotions, he would take. He would use that character. I could be wrong, but he—I think he may be in the Hall of Fame too. I could be wrong. I think he is. I used to think Ming was pretty cool with that face paint, though. Like on this thing, it's like the amount of money that they're going to put in to make this is like $40 million just to make that whole thing. Wow. That's a waste of money. That is, man. <laughs> you can feed a small you can feed a small country and then, <laughs> hell, you can uh, make, you can help out a lot with this country with all that money. Uh, I wonder who's putting the money. Who's Who's got this money that's doing this? Elon Musk, he's born. Elon Musk. <laughs> I was about I to say know. the same name. <laughs> I want to know who this is. That, like where it's going to be? At what state is this in? Because a secret investor. What like you think it'd be in another country, but it's going to be in the United States. I wouldn't be surprised if Donald Trump had something to do with it. <laughs> I want to go. I'd like to like not really go in it like an event, but I just want to see where we're like. Oh, actually, I would love to take a tour of it. I, yeah, I, I I'd like to do that. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't want to be yeah. there. Like at an event, and if they did have a million people, they somehow did do it. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Your best hope is to get front row, and those tickets are gonna be outrageous. Yeah, yeah. make sure you get those really good seats, because nosebleeds they'll probably they'll be murder. <laughs> and those seats like, got at least ten grand a seat to be up close. Yeah, they're going. Yeah, they're going to charge about ten k a seat <laughs> down there. Well, I see. I can imagine that. That makes sense, though. It'd probably be like all. Well, the yeah, that's walking around money for Connor though. He can afford it. Sure, no, <laughs> I couldn't afford my own ticket. <laughs> then gas going there and the plane ticket going there probably <laughs> not worth it. That'd be like my whole life savings for like Not my entire bad. my entire life. Well, Hook Hogan using the heel tactics. Yeah. Everyone's spitting this match. Which match has been going on a long time. <laughs> this match is. Well, the event's only got like 10 minutes left, so. Yep. <laughs> Yo, Hogan! Oh, he's using powder? Hogan, you little heel tactics. Oh, that was a. Uh, that was. 
That was a little pre-Hollywood. It's not really a heel tactic if it's if there's no rules to a match. Oh, all is fair, love, and war. You got a good point. You got a good point. They said in, in this one million seat arena that the pyro and fireworks are supposed to be top notch, like the best in any. But it's not. Yeah. It's supposed to be indoors. So I don't see how they're gonna. Well, I don't know the the uh, AT and T Stadium in Dallas. They is it indoor, and they have uh, pretty good pyro. True. Hmm. But that's just I a waste of money. Well, that's why like, they have a uh, they have it's a really cool arena. I've been there for a couple concerts and about them cowboys. I love them boys, so you know, don't at me with all the hate. I'm I've seen it. Too. I've seen it in person, like being like being on a plane and yeah. seeing it, but never like, like that's mm. the closest I've been to. It's it massive. Like it's a very big stadium, but it's so it's it's I put it, it's easy to navigate though. Like. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Have you been to Mr. Jacobs? Yeah. Like, if my uh, tailgating drunk ass can navigate it and watch a good football game, then I think anybody sober can do it, no problem. I've been to a good tailgating party in a long time. I honestly, if a wrestling event was able to do one one million seat arena, like, Everyone would have to come to like WWE, AEW. They'd all have to join forces just to make that even possible. Then, even then, there was no, I, I still don't think that'd be enough. But then it, it would destroy that town. That's the thing. It's like if you have anybody <laughs> that sells out, like, there'll be hotels that will be overbooked, restaurants overbooked. Yeah, that's <laughs> true, though. It's not like I, I don't know what city sign off on it. It's just not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> idiot. Yeah. Burn that city down. <laughs> but like, all those businesses would be booming. But it, yeah. it, if it was a big event like that, like people from all over the country would be going to it. Hold like it puts some business out of. I don't know if it put out of business. Like their business would be booming, but that's still It'd just be too much. Though. Yeah, because it would be a huge sea of people. I mean, and most of them would be drunk. Oh, yeah. boy. Yeah, so. if there was a shooting in that place, you probably couldn't even hear the gun go off. No, that's it. That like, <laughs> I'm telling you. waiting to happen. I want. That's it. There's so much that can come out of that, man. I can see it. Is that a uh, Joe Busto? No. Who the guy trying to push Kevin Sullivan? Like, who do you think he is? <laughs> then I push him. Kevin Sullivan's will, willing himself up there. Man, Brutus, man, he is such a good wrestler, though. Like, I forgot how good he was. What? <laughs> now he's. It's over. They gotta have that one-on-one match now with Hulk Hogan and Kevin Sullivan. Yep. I want to know why this was added. I mean, because that's where the whole thing stemmed from. It was really, it's a beef between him and Kevin. Kevin's just being a hater, really, at that time. I mean, in the storyline, Kevin was just being a hater because he was hating on Hulkamania, basically. 
And then they got some other people who didn't like Coco Hogan and join together and be like, hey, let's not hate this guy. I mean, let's not like this guy together. <laughs> wow. And WWE they, has, there you go. WWE has completely buried Alexa Bliss. They did? What happened? <laughs> she won a 24-7 title tonight. Twice. Really? No. Alexa she Bliss? The, she won the title twice tonight. Wow. Okay. Well, the first time she held it, the first time she held it, oh. she held it for seven seconds, oh. and the second time she held yeah. it was for two minutes. What? <laughs> what the hell, WWE? Like you guys are like on some kind of drug that nobody knows about. What the <laughs> hell? Dude, Alexa Bliss is way better than a damn twenty-four-seven championship bullshit. Sorry, Who's coming? Who is coming up with this? It's kind of like that old South Park episode when you discover who was who writes episodes for a Family Guy, and it's yeah. a bunch of seals or something like that, and they pick a ball. I think it's, I think they write for it's for who, uh, who's writing for Family Guy. Who's who's writing this? Like this ain't for wrestling fans, <laughs> or sport, or in this case, sports entertainment fans. This is complete garbage. Why? You can't talk to your brand. Dude, put on damn good wrestling matches. You say you're sports entertainment, but you stop wrestling in your damn title. Like, Nick Khan, <laughs> do you not know what wrestling is? Was this, uh, <laughs> like, have you this, poisoned Vince McMahon? Was this Paul White's WCW debut? Was it? He's out. He just choked the referee out. Oh, wow. He just jumped through the cage. <laughs> wow, he's doing cruiserweight maybe like Yeah, Paul White used to do some bu- used to do a bunch of cruiserweight stuff. He used to do kick kip ups, drop kicks, do you think elbow today, drops off the top rope. Do you think today in twenty twenty two that Big Show could do a four fifty splash off the top rope? No, I don't think it could. <laughs> that was that I don't was his body that's he's doing too much wrestling. <clears throat> That'd break the ring, probably. Or he may not even go all the way over. Right. <laughs> I heard something about him bringing back his, his uh, Captain Encino character. That would be awesome. Yes, I saw the reports of that. Like, I'm actually wanting to do it for one night only, make a figure out of it. You're good. I think he'll be on the video. Yeah, I'd love to too. see it for one night only. That'd be great. I have a he'll be on the video game, the AW console game. Like a oh no, man, that'd be so cool. I'm, I'm if he was so like excited a... for that game. Yeah. It's going to come out in September, but I don't believe it's going to come out in September now because we're in, we're in August. In September, like, there's no time to promote it or pre-orders mm. or anything. No, I'll say it gets released in January or February of next year. It gets announced sometime this year. Hmm. Or maybe during a all-out weekend it gets announced or something. Yeah. Jeez, man, I just love watching it. It's so it's so crazy to see the giant like this. The, it's, it's, yeah, it's nostalgic, it's, man. Very nostalgic. Yeah. And I remember as a kid watching him, and that was one of the coolest stories to me was between him and the giant because in kayfabe he was Andre's son, and as a kid I was invested in that. I was like, oh man, this is a cool story. They should because uh, it's believable. He's just almost almost as massive as Andre was. Sting's laughing right there. 
He's laughing. <laughs> he sees his face real close, so he's laughing. Or he's, he's trying not to laugh. Up, oh, Hulk Hogan is still like, down. Hmm. Look at, look at a big show, or Paul White, or Giant, you want to call him. <laughs> Man, it, it looks so serious. Yeah, yeah, how they played it, it was pretty serious. What a pay-per-view, yeah, man. That was pretty awesome. I can see I can see why you're like saying he was laughing. You know, like you see him kind of smiling there, like Yeah. <laughs> like Macho Man's like overreacting and overdoing it. Yeah, he he's can like your mom, straight. you know. He can keep a straight face. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like Hogan's probably laughing about <laughs> that was great, <laughs> Like that was that was one of my favorite pay-per-views i've watched like yeah that was a that was a good one i really enjoyed that i haven't seen that one in so long that's the first one for me it's making me want to go get the vhs tape just to have my collection yeah uh, (laughs) best match to me was still that um flying brian and john be bad yeah, but that was a Arn good Anderson, match. Yeah. Arn Anderson, Rick Flair was yeah. Good too. I would say Arn Flair was my favorite. The War Games was pretty good. The War Games is great. I feel more invested with the Arn and Flair story to see the new, like I said, the Horseman. Like it's it's leading up. Like I could see the, the lead up to it. So, and then the yeah. War Games that was a good closing to the feud. Yeah, that yeah, was uh, great. Well, yeah, uh, we went almost three hours tonight. Uh, <laughs> It's a long pay-per-view, but next Monday we'll be doing episodes three and four, so it won't be as long, but uh, normally pay-per-views are pretty... Well, if it wasn't for the ads, it'd be short. Well, maybe a little bit shorter, but... Uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, we'll be back Wednesday for our Dynamite reaction. Uh, yeah. Thursday for Carly's show, and then Friday, Rampage, and... Yeah, um... Make sure to follow you all these on the link description below with all the social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and Spotify. With all our uh, interview guest announcements when we're uh, going live and everything. So yeah, uh, yep. see you guys Wednesday. Take care, Thanks y'all. Have a good night.